All right, everybody. So welcome to the currently unnamed new podcast of me and my brother. I'm Jason, yeah. and that's Tony, my brother. Yep. Yep. Big Resident Evil fan, if you couldn't tell from the background there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, this is the first pod. We, we did a podcast a long, long time ago, back in what was long that, time like, ago, like 2010 or something like that. So, uh, yeah, 2010, 2011. I think. Yeah, I think it was like around that time. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. We, we were doing a podcast uh, under my Metal Arcade, which is I used to have a website and, I, and now it's a YouTube channel and stuff. Uh, yeah. So um, yeah, I have Metal Arcade. Tony has Night Owl Sessions. It's called right. Yes. Yeah. Yep. So Night Owl, Night Owl Sessions is Tony's. If you want to check out his uh, gameplay videos and stuff like that, just gonna be talking about gaming news and what we've been playing recently and. Uh, yeah, whatever else we feel like. All right, so the first thing we were going to talk about was this thing with uh, Helena T Taylor from uh, Bayonetta, the voice actress. Yep. So uh, I've seen a little bit about this, basically talking about how she was not offered a lot of money for this uh, game. Oh, yeah, so she was saying that she wants people to boycott this game because uh, she had a so-called insulting pay offer. Uh, mm. At the time, she was basically uh, putting out all of these Twitter posts, videos, where she was saying, you know, she's basically very much condemning the game. She was saying to boycott it. She was very harsh about everything. Uh, and basically saying that, yeah, they offered her basically nothing for this game. And, uh, you know, after all that she's done for the game and it earning, as she said, it was supposedly over like $400 million or something like that, that uh, she's helped this game make. Yeah. And uh, she said, what did she say originally? That it was $4,000 that she was offered for the entire game? Yeah, it was 4000 That's what, yeah, that's what she stated in her videos. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So nope. basically, yeah. Uh, yeah, so she said it was $4,000. Um, and at first when this happened, a lot of people were in the industry were like rallying behind her and were kind of like, yeah, definitely, um, you know, that's way too little to get paid. And voice actors yeah. in general, like, do not get enough money as they should. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, that's obviously a good conversation to be having, but uh, it seems like as the days have gone on, uh, supposedly it seems like what she was saying is not actually true. I know at the time, wasn't it like, uh, it's what, Hideki Kamiya, right? Is that his yes. name or Kamiya? Yeah, yeah. yeah, so yeah. Basically, uh, yep. yeah, he was kind of ref like refuting it a little bit uh, when she first posted this stuff. She was He was kind of just saying like she was lying about that. Yeah. Um, and then there's obviously all, the, all these NDAs that it can't really talk about it even um, yeah yep. this lady helena taylor can't really talk about it or she's not supposed to be able to talk about it she basically was breaking an nda by talking about this mm -hmm. uh but she basically was just like i don't care because she's like i don't have any money and like you can sue me but i don't have any money to give you so like she's like screw you guys <laughs> but uh yeah so um so yeah it seemed like in general people were behind her at first and mm -hmm. i was too i was like this is fucked up for them to do that to her like especially like Nintendo yeah plenty of money yeah um, yeah when you when you first see the headline and read it that way uh of course there's going to be the gut reaction is mm -hmm. that oh, the greedy corporation isn't paying the little people yeah but you know until obviously with today's world you definitely got to wait a little bit to get the answer you know what i mean yeah yeah, yeah i was yeah. kind of like the same way, I definitely had that gut reaction where I was like, "This is fucked up," and especially because yeah, like, the first oh no, articles... I saw yeah, yeah. Go ahead, what were you saying? Oh no, I was gonna say, uh, you know, when I first saw the headline too, I'm like, "Yeah, that's definitely uh, 
you know, way too little for like such a big franchise. You know what I mean? Yeah, Especially sure. with her being the lead character, even though like I can tell you right now, I've played both Bayonetta one and two, and d- there's dialogue in there, but it's not like a lot. You know what okay. I mean? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so it's like. Uh, I could kind of understand, like, if the hours are, you know, depending on how many hours she actually recorded, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, so I know yeah. for this new game, I haven't actually seen the trailer. I'm actually going to play the trailer in a couple minutes just because I mm-hmm. I have no idea what the new game is even about. But I've just read that, like, apparently there's, like, is it, like, a multiverse of Bayonetta's in this or something? Like, they, uh, they were saying that there's, like, multiple versions of Bayonetta. Am I wrong about yeah. that? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So basically, they were kind of just saying like, "Oh, like, well, she has to voice all these other bayonetas too, so it would be even more voice work." And then they're giving her like a lower mm. offer. So at first, um, from what I was seeing, I was like, and what other people were, were talking about is that this like four thousand dollar offer seemed like a contract thing, where basically it was like it seemed like a pay to play thing, where basically, yeah, uh, it's like okay, she has like the first rights to the next game as a contract, and then basically, mm-hmm. uh. If we want, like, for instance, like now it's Jennifer Hale who has replaced her, uh, yeah. who is you know pretty famous in the gaming industry. She played Captain Shepard and like a million, you know, she played uh, Naomi in Metal Gear. She played like a million uh, female characters, and I think she's done a bunch of anime stuff too. I'm not exactly sure, but she's basically yeah. like the Troy Baker of like you know the industry, where she's just like in a ton of stuff, and she's definitely yeah, um, yeah. So it's it's definitely that was kind of confusing too because she definitely is a higher uh priced like actor than this lady uh yeah like, you know she definitely commands a, a bigger salary because she's in the union mm-hmm. and uh you know she definitely is making a lot more money so it's definitely weird for them to be like okay we're gonna offer this lady four thousand dollars and if it was that way it just seemed like okay we're gonna offer a really shitty offer just so she refuses it so we can legally have jennifer hill be the actress or whatever uh, yeah so it didn't seem like a money thing because it's like all right why would they uh offer her such a low amount and then they're gonna pay jennifer hale all this money you know yeah so uh and at first people were saying oh it's nintendo and i was like oh nintendo has like so much money like it's ridiculous but then apparently it's platinum it's not nintendo that's actually paying her it's platinum i guess yeah Uh, it makes sense because nintendo's publishing the game and platinum's developing it so i guess the developer would be the one uh that's shedding the money for voice actors i would believe yeah yeah Yeah. no Okay, so basically, um, yeah, this was like the first uh, article about this. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, rather than losing out on the role because Hale was the better performer, uh, Taylor claims he was overpay. This is an article on Kotaku I'm reading, by the way. Uh, yeah. So in a series of videos, Taylor goes on to say Platinum apparently only offered her $4,000 for the entirety of her performance, which is based on trailers, appeared to show the leading voice actress voicing multiple versions of the same character. Uh, she spent years studying her craft and undeniably created one of the most memorable performances in the entire medium. So the offer was considered insulting. Okay, and then from there we had uh, Jennifer Hale responding, and she was basically saying that she is under NDA, so she can't really say a whole lot about it. But mm-hmm. uh, you know, she just tweeted this thing where she was basically saying like, you know, she supports uh, the voice acting community, and you know, she respects everybody's right to voice their opinion and everything. That's the other thing, too, I didn't mention that in uh, Helena Taylor's uh, original video, she was kind of, like, also almost kind of bashing the new actress, Jennifer Hale. Like, she was kind of saying, like, oh, like, she she doesn't have the right to 
you know, sign autographs as as Bayonetta and say that she's Bayonetta because it's like my role yeah. and all that stuff, which I thought was kind of like ridiculous. Like I, I think yeah. I mentioned that to you or before. Where I'm like, it's like if yeah. uh, it's like if you know Sean Connery was like, oh, I'm like the only James Bond and nobody else can like ever yeah, say yeah. James Bond or whatever. You know, no I mean? doubt. So no it's doubt. like, no. you know, uh, I thought it was a little bit ridiculous. To, like throw shade at the new actress when she probably didn't even know what was going on with the whole thing. You oh, know? Yeah, yeah, no. The, the actors have nothing to do with who gets paid. You know, and uh, yeah, I mean that's basically where that stands. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think anyone should be getting attacked. Uh, who's taking taking on a role that you know they've been hired for you know exactly yeah so it's like no. there's nothing they could do about it and they're just you know doing a job they were paid for basically uh yeah. So basically yeah she says i'm under an nda not at liberty to speak regarding the situation reputation speaks for itself uh and she just kind of was like you know try to remember that this is like a you know a team effort from like hundreds of people mm-hmm. that are making this game not just like about you know this one action one person exactly yeah. yeah they're like try to remember like instead of boycotting the game just because of this they're like try to remember that how many people worked on this game for a long ass time exactly a good game and like it's kind of yeah, yeah. I gonna say. no i was gonna say uh just to chime in um you know again i bought a nintendo switch to play this game i mean okay. this game was announced in 2017 along with metroid prime 4 Okay. And um, you know, with both of those games in the in the summer of twenty seventeen, I remember uh during the E three time, those games were you know, they were just trailers with word marks pretty much. There wasn't like nothing else there really. Uh, and um I was like, Yeah, I'm definitely gonna get a Nintendo Switch now because these games were announced and I mean of course I already knew uh, at least with Metroid Prime four, I had a feeling that um they would come back to that series. But with Bayonetta three, it was like you know I didn't really know where the series was going to go after Bayonetta two. But um, you know why again when that announcement uh, happened in twenty seventeen, I was like absolutely I'm going to buy this. So going to the you know with with Jennifer Hill saying is like again a lot of work was obviously put into this game, and I believe this game was you know there's one of those moments where if I'm correct they developed it for a while and then they stopped and then they like wanted to rework a lot of stuff so this game's kind of been through a lot in the past like i don't know how many years it's been now like yeah yeah you said 2017 was when they first announced it so that's five years yeah yeah five years yeah yeah all right so yeah here we go uh bayonetta voice actress uh helena taylor was reportedly offered fifteen thousand dollars for bayonetta three so she had said it was four thousand they're saying it's fifteen thousand uh mm-hmm. so this is another article on GameSpot. Uh new details have come to light regarding the Bayonetta three voice acting situation. For those just catching up, Halen and Taylor, who voiced Bayonetta in the first two games, is not coming back for the third title due to a reported pay dispute. In a series of videos uploaded to Twitter over the weekend, she claimed she was offered four thousand dollars for Bayonetta three, which was she considered insulting. According to a report from Bloomberg, um Taylor was offered between three thousand and four thousand for at least five sessions of voice recording which would have made the total fee around 15,000 uh they saw a documentation confirming those details separately vgc corroborated it um it all amounted to a significant increase against what she was paid for bayonetta 2 supposedly um the report says that she wanted a six-figure fee like over a hundred thousand dollars if that's true that's pretty ridiculous but uh if she yeah. got, like, if she got less than fifteen thousand and now she wants a hundred thousand uh for being at bayonetta three along with re- residuals on the game which would mean that for every copy sold she would get money on it 
which yeah. is pretty... I don't even know if any voice actors ever get that. I mean, that seems like something that's only, like, Hollywood actors mm. would get. Um, yeah. <clears throat> Uh, she so Taylor denied those claims also f- from uh, Bloomberg. She said that that was not true. Um, okay. She told VGC that any suggestion that she was offered more than four thousand is categorically untrue. Uh, adding that the claim that she could have made fifteen thousand on Bannon three is a base rate is an absolute lie, a complete joke. She says I quite like to put this in the rearview mirror and leave the whole bloody franchise behind. I'll, so I'll just let my video stand. I spoke the truth. Um, she has urged people to boycott the game and donate money that they would have spent on the game to charity. She also implied that she is breaking her non-disclosure agreement by talking about her contract, which she is not bothered by. She said, I can't even afford to run a car. What are they going to do? Take my clothes. Good luck to them. Bayonetta always stands up for those with less power and stands up for what's right. And in doing this, you stand with her. Uh, she said she experienced anxiety and had suicidal thoughts. Uh, said people familiar with Platinum's discussions with Taylor indicated that they knew Taylor had suffered depressive episodes in the past. Uh, so yeah, so I mean, who knows what's going on with the situation? Maybe she is just you know having like a bad mental episode or something. Oh she's yeah, yeah. All day, so I mean, yeah, it could I mean, be something that, related that, to that, yeah. Yeah, there's definitely a possibility of that. And I mean, um, you know, again, she she did a great job as that character. I mean, every time, even when she's just speaking in her regular voice, I'm like, yeah, it's Bayonetta. Like, I could be in another room, and if, you know, you were to put a video on of her just speaking regularly, I'd just be like, wow, like, that's her. You know what I mean? Um, But, yeah, you know, it it is just obviously one big misunderstanding. And, um, you know, as far as if she is suffering from any uh depression or anything hopefully she does get the help she needs and all that too you know Absolutely. Um, so yeah definitely i mean regardless uh yeah i mean the the deal if if that was true what she was asking for it definitely sounded a lot for a voice actor i mean Mm -hmm. um especially a voice actor who's not in so many games or like any other kind of film Mm. uh tv shows or anything like that you know i'm not sure what else she's been in besides bayonetta to be honest with you i'd have to look and see but uh yeah so on imdb yeah bayonetta bayonetta 2 like stargate uh yeah it looks like she okay so he was super smash as um obviously bayonetta Mm -hmm. uh dragon age origins uh, Golden Compass video game, Pirates of the Caribbean. So she's been in obviously some video games, but yeah. like these are all like pretty low tier, you know, like where she's just like. And oh, also, there's yeah, there's, there's gaps. That I was gonna say, there's uh gaps in in, in those uh titles too. And what I mean by that is uh year year gaps, yearly gaps. Uh-huh. Um, you know, it's it's very spaced out. She's obviously not being picked up for like a lot, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, which is kind of weird. You would think that. From her, you know, obviously she did a great job on Bayonetta and Bayonetta too. You mm-hmm. think that she would be more in demand, but um, yeah. Apparently, was what is Bayonetta Bloody Fate? Is that like anime or something? Uh, yes, yes. Okay, so she was I also own that. in that. Yeah. Okay, um, Anarchy Reigns. She also played Bayonetta in that. Oh uh, yeah, she yeah. Uh, that's another platinum game that came out on um. I P I know it was on PS3. I believe it came out on the 360 as well. Okay. Um, but yeah, I forgot she was an unlockable character. I think she's either unlockable or you have to get her as a DLC add-on. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, all right. So she hasn't really been in that much to command a hundred thousand dollars. Like, you know. So it really seems like 
you know, I'm curious, like, what the real truth is here, because it seems like both sides are, of course, going to try to make themselves look better. So it's like, yeah. you know, I'm curious if it's somewhere in the middle or what the deal is. Yeah. here. Because it also, it, both, both sides seems pretty crazy. Like, 4,000 seems ridiculously low. 100,000 seems ridiculously high. So, yeah. 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 There's no compromise. <laughs> yeah. It, it all just seems yeah. like a very weird story, which is why I was interested in this, because you just never really hear about this kind of stuff mm -hmm. um, when it comes to voice actors. So... Yeah, I guess at this point, this the whole thing is still uh, really unresolved. There's really like not a, yeah, um, a yeah. true like 100% like this is actually what the real deal is. So yeah, yeah I'll definitely have to keep up on this just because it's like I just find it so interesting because you never hear about this kind of stuff. True. Yeah, but hopefully you know both parties can work something out with that, and hopefully, like I said, if the other lady is having some kind of mental issues, I hope that she is able to get help for it and all that stuff. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, the next thing we we're going to talk about is Resident Evil 4 Remake, which, you know, Tony is the the really big Resident Evil fan. So, yeah. um, but I know you've told me uh, that Resident Evil 4, you used to, I know you used to play it a lot, but now you are oh, yeah. not a huge fan of it. Um, yeah. I think you were mainly saying... I, I, grew, I grew out of it. <laughs> you grew out of it, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, and I think your main complaint was kind of what other people have said is how you know this game was kind of the the beginning of the downfall of resident evil right where it became more of an action game than a horror survival yeah horror. Yeah. yeah yeah there's a there's a lot of things that i could say even with leon as a character um uh, i was just saying to myself a few days ago i'm like yeah they kind of made leon into james bond um yeah <laughs> and and like yeah, it, it, you know, it's funny, like, in that game, it, it, you know, it's the further you progress in it, especially when you get to the island, it starts to feel like an espionage-like film. Mm. It doesn't feel like uh, a Resident Evil game in some ways. Like, I mean, it does. I mean, it has, like, it's, it's you know, the, the item box, there's the, you know, the save room, there's all that stuff there. But, I mean, overall, as as a game, it just it starts to really, like, change yeah, I, I mean, like, I remember, uh, yeah. Tom Cruise is Leon, basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no yeah, doubt. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yep. He's got doing, like, yeah. all the crazy stunts and, like, uh, jumping yeah. out the windows and doing, like, yeah. all these cool fancy poses and shit. So yep. it's, like, <laughs> definitely a, a big departure from, you know, the first uh, couple games. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, obviously a lot of people consider it a classic game also. So Oh, yeah, no it, doubt. It's a, yeah, it's interesting. I, I, I personally, like, I was playing this game... A couple weeks ago with with twiggy um and basically yeah. uh that was kind of my first time actually playing the game i probably played like about two hours of it and of course at this this point you know it's like the controls are pretty you know pretty hard to play uh it, yeah. even though this is considered modern for like the time you know what i mean uh, considered, yeah as opposed to the the tank controls and everything well that's the thing it yeah. still is tank controls it's just oh, the camera it, it, the camera is just behind you. It's still the same control scheme. I guess that's uh, true, yeah. I, I, didn't, I never thought about that until I saw uh, a tweet a few years ago about mm -hmm. someone was like, oh, yeah, everyone complains about tank controls, but when they play Resident Evil 4, they say, you know, that game plays fine. And it's like, mm -hmm. well, it is still tank controls. It's just the, the camera angle. There's no camera angles anymore. That's yeah. the reason why easier to play, you know, before that's I was it. Yeah. Yeah, because before it was like, yeah, you would be holding up to run. You'd be running this way, and then the camera would change. Yeah, down, down is up, way. up is down. Yeah, yeah exactly. Became, yep. And a lot of, of course, the enemies coming at you from off screen, you can't see what you're shooting at, all that yeah. kind of stuff, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but it definitely did have still the, um, you know, like you couldn't 
uh, move and shoot at the same time, right? Yeah, uh, exactly. So it was a lot of, like, that Star yeah. Stop stuff. So it, it basically, you know, it's kind of like a balance at Resident Evil where it's, like, if you want to keep that scary vibe to it, you kind of have to have, like, these ways of kind of maybe slowing down the combat a little bit, like, uh, yeah. it so, that, so that the zombies don't have to be running and they can just be, like, okay, like, you got to, like, slow the combat down a little bit so that they... You know they have more of a chance to, yeah. to get at you and stuff like that. Just like in the Resident Evil mm-hmm. remake, where um they kind of I think they then they let you move around a little bit, right? With that, oh, yeah. was... I mean, you can walk and shoot. I mean that game has the the like perfect um for like a third person over the shoulder ga- game. Like they pretty much figured it out. Like the mobility yeah. in that game is perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So with that one, if I remember right from playing the demo and stuff, it was like you could move, but like the more you move or if you move too fast like it would be like your your aim would get really fucked up so it was yeah. uh it would basically like you kind of almost had to stay still to get a good shot in you know what of I mean? course so yeah. like that was kind of yeah. like the advantage of staying still but like obviously in some mm-hmm. spots you know you'd be getting kind of like ransacked by multiple enemies at once so you you wouldn't really be able exactly. to stand still uh yeah and of course there's there's the whole like you know classic resident evil like just needing to run past a lot of enemies because you don't have the ammo to fight them and everything yeah. Uh, no yeah. Doubt. So, so it's interesting at this point because you got you know the Resident Evil fans who you know are big fans like you of the first couple games, and then mm-hmm. like at this point, Resident Evil Four is how old is this game? Is this two thousand four? When did this come out? Uh, two thousand five. So it's, right. it was seventeen years. It'll be eighteen years next year. Goddamn. Okay. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So a pretty old game, and uh, mm-hmm. you know at this point. You know, just like you grew up with like Resident Evil one, two, three. There's people yeah. that grew up with like this was their oh, first this was their game. first yeah, this is yeah. their first game yeah. So yep. it's like there's definitely going to be at this point a legion of people that are like oh Resident Evil four yeah. that was my first game and they're going to have that nostalgia for it you know exactly so, exactly yeah. Yep. So it's 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 interesting how you know now they kind of got to I guess find a bit of a balance there where it's like all right you have the fans from uh, the Resident Evil. You know, two and three remakes. You know, you got new fans from that of the whole mm-hmm. survival horror aspect. Um, then, of course, they have the whole like you know PT ripoff of the seven and eight. Now, you know what I mean? Of that kind of <laughs> yeah, Resident Evil. Yeah. So yeah, you kind of got yeah. multiple versions. It's like I would say there's almost like three different types of Resident Evil now. You got that. You got the action action comedy bullshit yeah, from like six uh, and yeah, like the, uh, five and six basically. And then yeah. you got Resident Evil Four is still like well, it's silly, but it's not quite as silly as five yeah. and six. It's more well. Like, the, there's yeah. three there's three categories now, or I should say, there's almost like three different fan bases in for Resident Evil fandom. At least the way I view it, uh-huh. you have you have the fixed camera angle fan base. That's me. Uh-huh. You have the over the shoulder fan base. That's the, you know, I would say the generation that's a little younger than me. Even people that are around my age or a little older, like people that enjoyed the game, they, they still mm-hmm. liked it. And then you have the first person fan base, which is the Resident Evil 7 and Village. So okay. they basically like, I that's how I feel. I feel that it's like, it is kind of separated. Um, yeah. It's not, I like all types of gameplay, but uh, because I came up with the original, I just prefer it that way, you know, yeah. for the most yeah. part. Yeah. Yeah, I can definitely hear that. Um, so yeah. you would say still that you are, you're still a fan of the fixed camera angle. You you don't like you like that better than behind the like even like the Resident Evil Two remake. You you would still prefer it to be fixed. Yeah, I would actually because okay. especially now because there's not many games that do it anymore. Okay, it's it's literally like, uh, the only way you're gonna get it is from an indie game. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that's how I see it now. It's it's literally like almost a a relic of of its time. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm still curious about this one because I, like I'm mm-hmm. just like you know from the standpoint of like I just want to see what's different about it if they've done anything as far as like changing it up like they did for Resident Evil Two. Yeah. Um. So from your standpoint. Like, mm-hmm. if you want to just talk for a minute about, like, what you liked and what you didn't like about Resident Evil 4, the original, and what you hope that this one changes. Okay, so the first would be, um, I would like to see some story plot changes okay. in the game, uh, but I don't believe there's going to be a lot. It looks like from what I've watched, I have seen uh, a little bit of the gameplay videos that they've revealed. Mm-hmm. I've watched the second trailer, and it looks like it's almost a shot for shot of the original and remake like mm. basically they're they're taking a lot of what was already there and obviously with the new graphics and bells and whistles they got going on with this new one mm. um but yeah i would definitely i mean I, you know whenever i do get to play it i would love to see some story changes um that would be good i don't want to spoil anything for anyone who's never played it but uh that that would be one the other thing would be um I would like to see some maybe more of Ada Wong in the game. Mm-hmm. Like maybe there's a, a a new scenario or something where you could play with her. Uh, you know, play as her in the game, mm-hmm. and um, j- just a longer scenario. Like they had something like that in the original uh, that was called Separate Ways. That was I cool. remember that. Yeah, I played a little yeah, bit of that. Yeah. yeah, but I would definitely like to see maybe if they have like a, a something different they could do with that. That'd be cool too. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think more than anything would be uh, horror being like kind of the main focus if they could do that um i've seen some again watching the gameplay videos um i did see it looks like it's definitely darker than the original um in some ways so okay yeah so what way in what ways would you say that it's uh more like darker um i would say that well first off the enemies uh definitely do look uh creepier i would say okay. that uh they did just like more damage on the body uh they just you know there's like a part um you'll see when you watch the gameplay um there's a part where there's a man that comes down the stairs and he's like his neck is like totally twisted like, to side. one side i saw yeah, that. yeah exactly yeah and i was just like okay i'm like yeah this is like something we didn't see really with with some of the enemies at least with the villagers the villagers were to me for the most part just funny yeah in the original um i mean um it looks like now i would say they're more intimidating looking and that's what i was hoping for so uh yeah i'm sure there's going to definitely be some some cool surprises in the in the remake Mm. uh from what i'm seeing so far you know so if you had to all right like because you kind of know like you said this is going to be a shot for shot thing at this point yeah a couple things thrown in so like yeah, it looks a lot like the Last of Us remake, which you know I know we both kind of agreed is like I'm I'm not paying seventy dollars for this shit if it's literally like a shot for shot remake. Uh, yeah, better graphics. Yeah. You know what I mean, it, like because the the original remaster looks pretty damn good already. Uh, yeah. So I'm like, yeah, that was like a pretty that was like a fantasy if they really thought that like a ton of people were gonna pay seventy dollars for that. I'm really interested to see like in a month or so like what the sales are for that game like if it actually yeah. sold well at that price because i know for mm. before i think we were just talking about how this is going to be 60 dollars, right it's not going to be 70 yeah. yeah yeah so it's going to be 60 dollars, um and it's also going to be the the like uh, yeah because up to this point wasn't it that horizon for forbidden west was like the last game that had the free ps5 upgrade yeah, that was on Sony's end. So, okay. um, but yeah, any of the Sony exclusives, um, 
Yeah, for Horizon Forbidden West was the last free upgrade from mm. Sony. Anything else after that, uh, just like with Gran Turismo 7 or any of the other games, if you bought the PS4 version, you wanted to upgrade to the PS5, um, you'd have to pay an extra $10. Unless it was like a Ghost of Tsushima situation where they had the director's cut and they were charging for like at least either 20 for PS4 or 30 for PS5. Okay. So that was the only time where I saw like a really big jump, but because I liked the game so much, I I was like, yeah, I'll splurge and you know buy it because I like it. But mm. but uh, you know uh, I would say um, yeah, when it comes to the upgrade process, as far as I know with Sony, yeah, that's what they're doing. But most of the third party developers are pretty smart about it, and they usually allow you to do it for free. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So um, but yeah, it's cool of them to at least um, you know. Be offering it at 60 instead of 70 and also have mm-hmm. a free ps5 upgrade so that's that's pretty yeah. cool but no um doubt. yeah so what was i gonna say after that uh basically yeah um so yeah you gave your thoughts about what you like and dislike about the original um yeah all right so yeah what i was gonna ask is if you like is like it's, yeah this is gonna be very shot for shot it seems like with a little bit of changes here and there but like if you had to create your own version of Resident Evil 4 like what would you change what would it be like would you just like eliminate all the campiness would you eliminate like how would you do you think that this mm. game could, I, 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 I'll say it this way like do you think this game could be made into like an actually serious game without the camp or is it like the game is just it's kind of like tied into it where you can't really escape the camp like like some of the yeah. later James Bond movies, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I, I think it, that's a good point. I don't think you can escape the camp because yeah. of a lot of the design choices for, like, the bosses and everything. Okay. Um, You know, you would have to remove, to me, you would have to remove Salazar. Mm-hmm. You would have to remove Sadler, I think. I mean, I don't know. Sadler, I think you could keep, but... I mean, it's the one-liners and stuff. Like, that's the thing. The game in the community, like, the game is, like, kind of... It's always... Anytime anyone brings up the game, it's either about the merchant, uh, you know, the certain lines, of course, that are said in the game. Like, it's like the campiness is, like, kind of, like, what makes the game, I guess you could say. Mm -hmm. But, of course, my first time playing it, I was just like, oh, this is such a departure from... uh, you know raccoon city being overrun by zombies and like survivors like running for their lives you know what i mean that type of thing yeah uh, resident evil 4 just definitely was a big uh a, a big derail of, of what was going on in um the other games but what the one thing i also like to mention is um some of the settings like mm. i think the the castle area it gets kind of boring after a while Mm. Um, like my favorite part in Resident Evil 4 and the original Resident Evil 4 is the village. Okay. Like once once you get out of it, um, the game starts to kind of become a drag. Like mm. there's just a lot of areas in the game where, uh, especially if you played it as many times as I have, because you know I I do I do enjoy the gameplay. But again, it's like one of those things. Like I said, as I as I've gotten older and looking back, I'm like I'm realizing where I really. S- I, I am at this point with this franchise like what I really like and that's mm-hmm. probably because of where things are going now I look at this game like yeah this is where all yeah. these ideas they kind of started yeah yeah yep. yeah yeah <clears throat> yeah yep. and I guess uh cause I, I mean probably I'm trying to think like up to this point I guess Resident Evil 4 probably was like the biggest selling of all of them right uh you know what I actually think um 
Yeah, it definitely it's got to be. If it's not the most or the best, the best selling Resident Evil, it's got to be number two. I mm. think if I'm correct, um, I think Resident Evil Five was considered the best selling, selling at really. the time, and I think that was due to all the fans who everyone who fell in love with Resident Evil 4 we we know for a fact that that, that this game is absolutely uh always brought up uh mm-hmm. the most when when Resident Evil's talked about so i would say that uh you know i think the reason why that happened if that is the case i mean i would have to look at it again but i do remember seeing something about Resident Evil 5 being the best selling Resident Evil game and i think it has a lot to do with you know all the fandom that came from Resident Evil 4 Okay. And everyone, everyone was running to the hills to get this game. And mm. it's, of course, when you know Resident Evil Five is like it's an okay game, but you know, um, yeah. So that that's kind of like what happened, I would say. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, I would say at this point, just because the game has been remade, I mean, not remade, but like it's literally sold on every console that ever existed at this point, basically, right? Yeah. And, like, everybody. Yeah. You know, I know you've probably rebought it a few times, and I think like, yeah, I did. Yep. Yeah, like a lot of a lot of people, like especially people who like the game, have rebought it on like I mean, it was on everything. It was on everything was on Xbox, PS2, then it was on like I mean, how many consoles it was, has it been on? It was on it was on the iPhone. Remember yeah, that? Yeah, the iPhone version. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was literally on everything. Yeah, it's been on. Yeah, so if you think about it, we're going back from you know. GameCube PS2 era all the way up to now, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh yeah. So it's a lot of generations, yeah. Oh yeah, the other thing I was going to say is oh, um oh, last thing I'll mention, I yeah. would remove I would remove Ashley. She is annoying. Yeah, herself. that is true. I was going to say like <laughs> I know everybody complains about the escort missions with Ashley yeah. for sure. Yeah, uh, I'll I'll say that I would rather have more story with Luis than mm-hmm. than Ashley. Like, because okay. Luis, like, he's in, you know, I don't want to spoil anything, but, you know, he's not in the game for that long. Let's just put mm. it that way. Yeah. And um, I would definitely, in this game, I hope he has uh, a longer stay. Let's mm-hmm. just, you know, I, w- I would say that, you know? Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I've always seen, like, glimpses of that guy. I think when I was playing, I had, like, just met the guy. Um, yeah. Yeah, and this other thing I was going to say is, uh, oh yeah, and also, of course, you were saying, you know, like, that's kind of what I was saying. It's like, I think that you really couldn't make that game, like, serious. You'd have to remove so many, like, lame characters, like Salazar and yeah, uh, that's, Little that's what guy, the, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. the problem to me with the game, is that, like, uh, Jack Krauser is another character who I think he's cool, but um, there, there needs to be more backstory and i know of course like you know if you want to go play like the dark side chronicles and all that you know you can get some kind of backstory in the game uh, a backstory for that character but yeah i would like in this game maybe they can do some flashbacks or something with him and leon yeah uh which would be cool you know you know what i think is yeah the best way to do krauser is i think you need to replace him with Steven Seagal and have Steven Seagal be crowd here. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be like the, the ultimate way to fix this game. That'd be yeah. amazing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I I, I kind of think the same way. It's like I really don't think you could change this game that much. I think it just it's like it's yeah. like if you try to make like Die Another Day James Bond. It's like if you try to be like I'm gonna make a like a Daniel Craig gritty version of that game or that movie rather. Where like yeah. Yeah, like it's like oh we gotta have the scene like with the terrible CGI where he's like surfing where we're like the yeah. tsunami yeah. stuff. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, it's like you just yeah. you probably couldn't really you'd have to change the it, it, you'd have yeah. to change so much that it would just be a brand. New it game. wouldn't be a re- yeah it wouldn't be a yeah. remake anymore. I 
I mean, you it would be called a reimagining at that point. Yeah, like, if they wanted to do, like, what Resident Evil 3.5 was going to be, with, like, mm-hmm. there's the hallucinations with the ghost and all that, mm-hmm. that looked like very horror-centric, you know, kind of theme that they were yeah. going for. Um, if they did that, I mean, it still was out there from what Resident Evil was known for, but I think... Um, I think, you know, at that point, yeah, it's it's not a remake anymore. Now it's a reimagining of the yeah. game, you know? So, yeah, like you said, they can't really escape it. All they can do is make some minor adjustments, I think, where the fans, like the diehard fans of this game don't get upset, but the change is good enough for, like, someone like me who wasn't too big of a fan of it, maybe we'll, we'll walk away from it and be like, you know what, I like it a little better now. Yeah, You know what I mean? Than I did before, you know? Yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. Yep. And at least hopefully they can make the gameplay like a little better and stuff, so at least from that aspect it's more fun, you know? Yeah, I um, think it should be um, with the, you know, uh, obviously with Resident Evil 2 Remake and 3, they obviously, like I said, they figured out how to make a third-person over-the-shoulder shooter mm-hmm. game like that work. Um, yeah. So those controls you can see are definitely going to be in there. It looks like there's some new stuff, too, coming up. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, and that's the one thing I'll say too is like, I I played uh, over your place. I played Resident Evil. Uh, is it Re- Resident Evil Eight Village, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I played that, and of course, you know, it wasn't. It's not the greatest game. Yeah, I know you had yeah. issues with it too. It's definitely very oh, yeah. silly, very silly <laughs> for sure. Um, but like, the one thing I'll say is like, when I played the demo when I was playing at at your place, is like, that game is fun to play. Like despite the whole like, story yeah it's like despite the story yeah. it's like the graphics are, go- are, are good like the yes. you know especially that initial yes. village looks really cool so there's yes, like some redeeming qualities if you're like you're, you're just if you're just a gamer and you're not somebody who's like oh i need i really care about this story yeah uh, and, yeah, yeah yeah so yeah. it's like at least hopefully from that aspect for people who find their normal story corny that at least it'll be fun to play you know exactly yeah so uh yeah and the last thing I'll, i was gonna talk about is i know you had mentioned this whole thing with uh ada's actress being changed so yeah so which what, is which is a bummer <laughs> so what do you know about that exactly like what what's going i on don't to be honest i don't know a lot other than that uh i know the original voice actor from resident evil 2 remake is uh she's no longer on you know on uh on this project Okay. And that I have, I have heard that it's Lily Gao who played as uh, Ada Wong in Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City, the movie. Uh-huh. I don't know if that's true, though. Uh, that could be another one of those IMDB things where someone put that there as like a placeholder. Uh-huh. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so I'm not sure who is replacing uh, Ada's voice for Resident Evil 4 Remake. Okay. But I, I am bummed out by that, though, because I really, really loved her voice in uh for resident evil 2 remake she she uh what's her i believe i believe it's jolene anderson she did a great job okay yeah. when i'm googling this now uh okay it says the reboot film yeah lily gow is who's playing her uh-huh. um all right so let's see what this article says all right so resident evil 4 remake uh ada Wong voice uh controversy explain all right we're like five paragraphs in and you haven't said anything about this yet all right, Joel Anderson <laughs> provided the voice for the English language version of Ada in 2019's Resident Evil 2. So many thought it's strange when rumors began to circulate that she wouldn't be making a comeback for Resident Evil 4. Uh, well, the full cast of Resident Evil 4 hasn't been confirmed yet. Gamers now know that Lily Gao will replace Anderson in the role of Ada for the upcoming game. Well, the Chinese-born okay. Canadian actress seems like a better fit for the Chinese-American Ada. 
some felt the race shouldn't be necessarily a deciding factor. However, it remains a fact that representation in video games is problematic and not having accurate portrayals, blah, 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 blah. Uh, another issue is that some fans that Lily Gao played Ada in the critically derided live-action film, uh, Welcome to Raccoon City, which, uh, yeah, after after all these months, what is your thoughts on that movie, by the way? I'm just curious. Like, what do you think about it now that oh, it's been it's, a while? It's it's a good pop popcorn flick to watch. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, again, like I said, I think my favorite part in that movie is, um, you know, it's not for for a very long time, but with, with Chris Redfield uh, fighting, you know, dozens of zombies in a dark room. Yeah, like, that was that cool. Was with cool. the gunshots yeah. going off and everything. Yeah, that's probably like, my favorite part in the entire movie. Yeah. Yeah, I'm yep. sure, like, that's honestly like one of the only things I can remember from that movie, besides from like yeah. the, the fat captain guy. Chief Irons, yeah, which was also they they definitely did his character dirty because Chief Irons is like a really interesting character to me, mm. um, <clears throat> just because of how crazy he is. And I urge anyone to play the original Resident Evil Two from 1998 to at least get like the the beginnings of like where this cat how this character was created mm. and um you know just to see like what they did with his character even like reading the files and everything and i mean he did a pretty good job uh in the remake with him but i i really prefer the original just because like they did a really good job again making him a crazy man and yeah. in a crazy time <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know? yeah yeah no doubt no. Yeah, uh, and of course in that movie Leon was terrible. Oh. I can't believe what they did to Leon in that movie. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I probably should have mentioned that first. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah they totally slaughtered his character. Yeah. I mean, he's just a buffoon in that yeah, movie. Absolutely, <laughs> like, it's just like ridiculous. Like yeah. they really should just made him like a different. They just called him something different. Like just made him a different yeah. character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're gonna make him that ridiculous. Um, yeah, like. Yeah, doesn't I'm trying to like? Didn't he like? Wasn't even able to like shoot a gun or anything? Like, there was like some scenes in there where it was just oh, like, oh, yeah. this guy's so yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like they they went from being just like he's a rookie <laughs> to where it's like he just he's below a rookie. Like he yeah. doesn't know. He knows nothing. <laughs> yeah. Like, wasn't, yeah. Ever, wasn't there a scene where, like, the one guy's in the cell and he's like, yo, come on, help me out or whatever. And then the other guy's, like, slowly turning into a zombie and he's just, like, he's, like, taking forever to help him out and he just gets eaten. It was, like, really yeah. hilarious. Yeah, yeah. yeah just, uh... <laughs> yeah, it's funny because, like, I don't even care about ruining this movie for anyone. Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Honestly, like, if you, if you were going to see I'll, it, you saw I'll, it already. Right? Yeah. We're, saving, we're saving you from... Wasting an hour. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah, like yeah. in the future, I'll try to remember to be like, all right, we're gonna talk about some spoilers here. But honestly, I don't think anybody gives a fuck about spoilers for this movie, especially because if you've already played, I mean, the the original, you know, Resident Evil two and three and one, they've been out for so long now, and this movie basically just retells that, right? Like, there's really nothing new about it. If yeah, right. it, it does yeah. a bad job retelling all of it because they try to yeah. smash everything together. <laughs> yeah, they try to smash what is it? Yeah. Is it one, two, and three, or just two and three, or which ones are they trying to throw together? It's, they run the first, the first movie and the second. Oh, the first. Sorry, the first, first game, game and the second game. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And my other question is: Did they change Ada's face? Like, you, no. You luckily, right? they get, yeah. No. The the good thing, I am happy about that. They kept the same model from okay. Resident Evil Two Remake, so that's that's awesome. Okay. Uh, it's just, again, her voice actor was perfect. I, okay. you know, I, I you know, who knows what really happened behind the scenes, but I, I wish they would have kept her. Yeah. yeah, for sure, definitely. Yeah. All right. So, 
Yeah, real quick. Uh, last thing we read before, I just wanted to quickly. Oh yeah, watch this the gameplay. Trailer. Yeah. Yeah. So this is extended gameplay trailer. I haven't seen this yet. Have you seen this yet, Tom? I've watched a little bit of it. Not. I, I don't think I've seen the beginning though. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, this is from the beginning here. Anyone home? Okay, so I don't remember this, uh, this like basement in the original game. Mm. Is this new here? Do you think? Uh, it looks like it. Uh, the house is bigger than the original. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely don't remember a basement. Okay. Yeah, there's, there's no basement in the, the first home that you uh, enter. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, this is what I was saying. Like, this this looks cool. Mm-hmm. Like, I like this, yeah. I don't know how long they can keep this kind of, uh, you know, aesthetic it, it throughout the rest of the game, but for mm-hmm. right now, it looks cool. Yeah. yeah. Like you were saying, uh, you? Ghost of the kind of changed the style up what to be more you? like the Resident Evil 3.5 or whatever. Yeah. 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 Yeah, even with his jacket and stuff, like, which is cool. His uh, outfit is definitely um, more closer to that version that? of yeah. Leon. Yeah. His, uh, yeah, the hair looks very realistic. Yeah. Graphically, I would definitely say the game looks good. Oh yeah, yeah, it looks yeah. really good. Yeah, yeah, you can see here too that they're adding like stealth elements in the game. Okay. Um, yeah, and it looks like they took that from Resident Evil Village, where you can like duck and stuff. So that's definitely um, new in this mm. game. Yeah. Bruce, this is Gondor One. Hunnigan here. What's your sit rep? President's daughter, Baby Eagle. It's likely she's in this village. Our intel was correct then. Well done. Something's happened to the people here. My escorts are. And this is the uh, same voice actor for Red Evil 2 Remake, right? Yeah, for Leon, yep. Okay. Yeah, I remember this part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember. Uh, yeah, like I, I almost want to like find the video I have uploaded on my channel of like when we were playing this. Um, but I just remember mm. like if you stood at like this part in the original game, like they just kept like there was like only like three lines of dialogue that the the, the guys kept saying. But, like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I can't remember what they said, but like they were just like one of the guys was just like saying like like some curse like over and over again. But like it was just it was just like oh oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And there's like some yeah, other yeah, shit yeah. they were saying, but like, I was just like, the longer it went on, I was just dying laughing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. So like, we were just dying laughing, just like sitting there, and then I was like, all right, again, yeah, guys yeah. are so cheap. Yeah, yeah it, it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just funny, because it's just like, 
move, he's just like moving a plow around and just like screaming at the top of his lungs, like cursing. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, the good old days. Yeah. yeah. I, I love this part where he lights the, the cow on fire. I feel uh, bad for the cow. Oh shit. But, yeah. Oh wow. He'll be further repairs. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's fucked up. <laughs> Fucking sirloin steak now. Yeah. Nah, I remember this part in the game. Yeah. This part, this part got pretty crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like all of this is exactly the same. Yeah. Uh, of course, it looks really good. Um, but yeah, this is straight up like shot for shot. Yeah. yeah. Were they able to do that in the original? Where they could grab you? Oh yeah, yeah, that was oh, yeah. there. Um, yeah, I, I don't know about grabbing from behind, but yeah, of okay. course from the front like that. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, chicken is just chilling. <laughs> Blocking the chainsaw with a knife, that's definitely uh, yeah. pretty campy, yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah, I first saw that. I, I, I think well, when I was watching his gameplay, I, I was skipping through it a little bit, and like I, I got to that part, and I was like, yeah, it, it still hasn't changed too much. Yeah, it's definitely campy still. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, so, yeah, that's, that about wraps it up for Resident Evil 4 so far. Yeah. Um. So... All right, continuing through, I'll just mention real quick because uh, I do have in here about uh, Resident Evil Code Veronica. Um, yeah. Since we're talking about Resident Evil Four, I just figured we'd mention that real quick. But uh, let me open that up here for everybody to see. So during an interview with Noisy Pixel, Resident Evil Four remake producer Yoshiaki Hirabayashi was asked directly about the odds of Code Veronica getting his chance in the sun, and while it wasn't exactly positive, he also wasn't shutting the door. Uh, Hirabayashi-san responded that his focus is currently on the development of Resident Evil 4 Remake, making that is the best experience for fans. He continued that there are no concrete plans to develop Resident Evil Code Veronica Remake, but if the opportunity comes, maybe. Okay, so this is just very much like a... You know, not saying just no more, thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's not exactly yeah. like uh, confirming anything, but yeah. of course it's like, you know, I'm sure if these keep selling well, they're going to keep making them. Uh, yeah. And so, yeah, all right. As opposed to Resident Evil 4, would you say that you like Resident Evil Code Veronica better? Oh, um, yeah, I, I I would definitely say so, just because um, it's still traditional in mm. uh, the way it plays. Okay. Uh, and that, that, of course, goes with the, the camera, fixed camera angles are, are still in there. Um, yeah, I, I like Claire as a character, so... That you know that I, I was definitely. I think that's the the other thing I like about Code Veronica is that it's still in the Raccoon City timeline. Mm. So the game takes place two months after the Raccoon City incident. Okay. And it's you know Claire searching for for her brother. Mm -hmm. uh, obviously she was doing that in the second game, but this is her like finding his exact location in Europe mm -hmm. to uh you know 
I guess, you know, not just bring him back, but help him because mm-hmm. he's obviously trying to fight uh, fight on Umbrella by himself, not by himself, but, you know, regardless, she obviously has lost contact with him and she's trying to find him. And um, that's what I like about Code Veronica is that it's still in that timeline where it's like, it's not, I, you can really say that is like the finisher of uh, the Raccoon City incident in a way, even though the city's like gone, it's mm. like it still takes place around that time. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I, I would say the main thing I remember that game is the Steve Burnside guy who everybody hates. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, they would have to do a lot of reworking. Uh, I mean, it wouldn't take them that much to do the change. I mean, because look, you know, he's. He doesn't have that many lines in there, but yeah, he's definitely a, a jokester. There's no yeah, doubt about that. For sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So is that is that something that you would like to see? Would you like to see a remake of that game? Oh, oh yeah, no doubt. Um, just because um, the, you know, the, there were some cool boss fights in the game, uh, and there's a lot they can do with Wesker in that game. Okay. Uh, there, there's there's more they can add to it that uh, you know, in the original they didn't do. Um, especially the organization he's with at that time, they don't really talk about a lot. Talk a lot about like who he's with at mm-hmm. that moment, um, and it's the first time you see him as like a superhuman. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So yeah. uh, there's like a lot of things they could do with that. But uh, yeah, I would definitely like to see a Code Veronica remake mm-hmm. uh, if they want. I mean, it looks like they're remaking everything at this point. So yeah. who knows? Who knows how far they'll go? But no, Code Veronica is deserving because uh, it came out in 2000, so it's a 22 year old game at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, it uh, it could definitely use a graphical upgrade, but more than anything, they can do more with the story. Yeah, and uh, and I, I'm I'm I would definitely be looking forward to that if they mentioned it, you know, or oh, I should say they committed to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. So yep. I'm curious, real quick, is that the first time in the series that they uh, like showed that Wesker was re- resurrected, that he wasn't dead or whatever? Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. that is. It That's is the first time. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So that about does it for the Resident Evil Four stuff and all that. Mm-hmm. All right. So next, we're going to talk a little bit about Sound Hill Two remake, which uh, I know Tony's definitely excited about. He's a big fan oh, of the yeah. series, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. So uh, this looks good. Yeah, uh, it's interesting because I have literally just started uh, playing this game like, what was it, like a week and a half ago when we were playing this, I think, Tone, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So I was checking it out for the first time on the PCSX2 uh, emulator in 4K. Uh, it, it definitely was cool on there. Um, but yeah, I've, I've known for a long time it's like an iconic horror game, so I wanted to check it out. But it was interesting how it was like, yeah, I, I played this game for the first time after how, how old is this game? Uh, it is now a 21 year old game. Okay, yeah. 21 years. So yep. like, I, yeah. I think maybe I've seen like the intro or something. Like once I knew, like I've never seen really anything in this game. I like, yeah, I, or the series in general. Like I know like Pyramid Head. I know like uh, you know, yeah, like the things that everybody really knows about Silent Hill. But um, I was like, you know, it seemed like an interesting story from like what I was reading about it, and I was mm-hmm. like, I want to, I want to check out the series. But I just thought it was yeah. interesting how, like, I, you know, I started playing this game, and then it's like, oh, a few days later, the remake after 21 years is announced. Yeah. It, was just, it was so weird to me to, like, <clears throat> play through a few hours of the of that uh, first version, and then, like, a few days later, see, like, a totally brand new remake on, like, with PS5 graphics. So, 
yeah that was definitely an interesting experience for sure because i'm so used to like oh this is a game from my childhood that i really like i have like this like very faint memory of you know what i mean but yeah, like, yeah. It's, it's really interesting to like you know it's very uh a unique experience to be like oh this is the first time i saw this old version and now it's i've seen the remaster immediately yeah but uh yeah so i know you're definitely excited about this so like without spoiling anything about the game like what yeah are, what are some things that you're looking forward to this with this remake and like what do you hope that they change like uh gameplay wise or story wise or whatever oh uh, yeah well no doubt combat is uh has always been a uh, the point, biggest yeah. the weakest point uh yeah. in the game uh yeah silent hole 2 other than other than the combat it's a really really good game i mean story-wise it's just awesome awesome mm. game um but uh yeah the combat was always like i would say the weakest link in the game uh so yeah that i'm looking forward to see how that plays out um they did i believe they confirmed that there won't be any fixed camera angles or anything but it is strange because i've already watched this trailer probably like 10 times now mm -hmm. um and i'm still amazed on how good this game looks uh you know just visually it looks awesome yeah. uh but uh I would say uh, there's some shots in the trailer where it looks like there's a fixed camera angle, you know what I mean, going on there, which is, I'm like, dude, it would be cool if maybe it's like an unlockable mode or something. I would love yeah. that. Uh, but yeah, I'm okay with them doing like the whole modern thing, whether it's over the shoulder or stuff. All I care about is that they keep the, the main plot, you know, uh, leave that alone or add to it and make it better if they can yeah. do that. Maybe you could do that. I'm cool with that, definitely. But uh, other than that, um, I don't think there's much else they could really change because the game, besides combat, um, to me, is like a perfect horror story. A psychological horror story, I should say. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so definitely, uh, from when we were playing it, that's one thing I definitely noticed is like, yeah, like the, uh, the combat is definitely... That leaves a lot to be desired. They could definitely do uh, yeah. something to make that no a little doubt. more interesting. Agreed. It was, it was uh, yeah, it always seemed like there was not that much to it, really. Uh, yeah. But from what I've seen so far, the story, like you said, seems really interesting. So I'm definitely, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, we'll have to do a stream one of these days uh, on this channel of uh, Silent Hill games. Uh, so you oh, can yeah. check out the stories of them. Yeah, it'd be cool. But, no um, all right, so this article is basically talking about how Sound Hill 2 remake is going to be a PlayStation exclusive uh, when it comes out. So I'm curious if that's going to be like a, you know, a forever thing or if it's only going to be a limited time. Um, uh, at the, I would like to add that at the end of the trailer, they do show that um, it's going to release PS5 PC day one. Okay. And then it's going to be 12 months exclusive on PlayStation. And then after that, uh, they could possibly put it on xbox at that point we'll see what happens though because i remember the same situation with final fantasy 7 remake and i don't think that's ever uh come out on xbox yet if i'm correct so yeah, i don't know I how that yeah yeah because yeah, i know now like that whole thing with the you know being exclusive for like the, the first year or whatever um is done with it you know they're, they're obviously done with that now so i mean they could if they wanted to put it on xbox uh, so yeah, I would believe Silent Hill 2 remake will definitely do it. I would say the reason why Final Fantasy 7 remake didn't make its way to Xbox is possibly because of the low install base on the of Xbox Ones, and also JRPGs don't really do well uh, on Xbox because 
you know, JRPGs do great in Japan. You know what I yeah. mean? And uh, they don't really have a presence in Japan for that. You know, that's that's not saying anything bad about it. It's just the truth. I mean, yeah. it's been like that for Xbox since they started in 2001, you know? Mm. So, yeah. Yeah, definitely. They've always been more yeah. about, like, you know, Call of Duty and all that kind of stuff and Halo, obviously. So, yeah, yeah, they've always been yeah more popular in the West, no doubt. Mm. Yep. For sure. So... Okay, uh, so this article is basically about how people are, you know, having some a little bit of contention about the fact that it's going to be PS5 exclusive. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I'm curious if this will ever have a PC port too. But um, it is. That's what I was saying. It's going yeah. to be a PC and PS5. I believe same release date. Just the, oh, I don't really? think there's going to be a yeah. Yep. So that, that's it. that's a good thing. So at least that's there. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, especially, I mean, this isn't a first-party PlayStation game, but I know that every time they've usually done, I mean, even with Death Stranding and stuff, it's like, it'll be on PlayStation for a year or two, and then it'll be on, on PC, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I guess, like you said, this is going to be more of a, a day-and-day thing, but it's weird that it only showed PS5 at the end of that trailer, from what I remember. Yeah. But, uh... Let's see. What is Restless Dreams Edition for Silent Hill 2? Oh, that was uh, Xbox. That's the okay. Xbox um, Silent Hill 2. Yeah, so when they ported Silent Hill 2, um, it, it was the uh, Restless Dreams, mm-hmm. and um, that had all the extra content with uh, you know being able to play as Maria. There's a scenario with her um, okay. in Restless Dreams. Yeah, that was like kind of like one of the biggest things I remember. Uh, you know, when that game came out, I was like, you know, um, I mean, at that time, I was still too. I was still, you know, too scared to play those games when mm-hmm. I was younger. Yeah. Uh, but you know, I, I, you know, it's funny. Even though I was scared to play them, I would watch, you know, my friends play it. You know, yeah. so yeah, yeah, definitely. Until until I became an adult and I played it all and beat it all, I'm like, hey, you know, it is what it is at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, have you ever played the Xbox version with Restless Dreams or no? Um, no, I never did actually. No, oh, yeah. I never did. But the good thing is that um. You know, anyone, you know, looking to play, if you want to go old school and you're looking to play the old, uh, the old versions of these games that still exist, uh, the PlayStation 2 Greatest Hits version has all of the, I believe, all of the Restless Dreams add-ons oh, okay. are in, are on the Greatest Hits version for PlayStation 2. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, it's not yep. interesting that you can play with Maria. I wonder what that's like. Yeah. So, yeah, uh... If you want, uh, yeah, let's take a look at this trailer again. Cause, yeah. Uh, yeah, I've only seen this once so far. Uh, but yeah, graphics are definitely looking really awesome on this. Yeah, I was blown away by all of this just because I thought this was all cinematic, you know? And uh, yeah, this, for the most part, this all looks in-game. Yeah, it definitely looks in-game to me. Um, looks very good, though. Like, it's, it's incredible how you know, even the yeah, that was crazy when he's moving his on his hand. And you can see like the skin moving when he's like touching the hand. Like that was yeah, crazy. No um, doubt. Yeah, but like this straight up looks like way better than Could even this really be here? the cinematics from the Waiting first game, version. You know? Yeah. So it's like I mean, of course that's such a long time ago, but it's like Mary died yeah, huge, that huge jump three years ago. Yeah. Yeah, the fog looks really cool. Dreams. Yeah, it looks awesome. I see that town. Silent Hill. 
and like we were saying, it's interesting to see, like, there's not many games that do, like, fog these days. Um, it's almost like an old school, like, uh, the old PlayStation S4 games that did that. So, yeah. uh, it's just to see it as, like, a mechanic in a, a modern game. Yeah, no doubt. I know. really awesome so yeah it says yeah. wishlist now on ps5 so it doesn't mention yep. PC here so it uh yeah if you finish the trip i believe um you have to get to yeah if you get to the end of it it should have a, a a spot where it shows in like the fine print area that it's also gonna be on pc let's see yeah there you go right there yeah also available on uh, pc not available yeah yep yeah okay that's uh, the formats for 12 months yep yeah, that's cool though. Yeah, at least because uh, I know Trigger really wants to play too, and uh, she was hoping it was going to come to PC since she doesn't have a PC PS5 yet. So yeah, yeah. So um, yeah. So like uh, like you're saying, I guess like you were just saying, you want the combat to be better, and that's pretty much the only thing you would really want aside from that for that game. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, like I said, that and uh, if they can add any more to the lore, mm -hmm. uh, I would definitely you know I welcome that absolutely. But um. Yeah, really just the combat, and I think everything else, uh, well, you know, the way it looks, right? This visually, it looks amazing. So, I mean, I'm cool with, like I said, if it's literally the same game with, with you know, the looks of, like, what this game is, is, you know, providing, I'm totally down for that. Yeah, Definitely. Yeah, I was thinking, yeah. too, like, I wonder, um, you know, I don't personally know how, how long would you say the original game is? Oh, uh, that's a good question. Um... I mean, back then, a lot of the games were like, sometimes you can beat them in like 10 hours. Mm. I would say that game, it's just like with the Resident Evil games in some ways. I would say that, uh, you know, if you know what you're doing, you could probably beat that game within like maybe like nine hours. Okay. I, I could I could be wrong. I, I mean, I'm just thinking of all the areas in the game and... I don't remember it taking any longer than that. It definitely wasn't like 15 or anything. Okay. Uh, maybe I would say, yeah, the, the only thing about Silent Hill 2 is that the puzzles were really challenging in the game. Mm. And sometimes there's silly things like when we were looking at the canned juice situation we had when we were playing in the apartment building, 
uh, uh, Silent Hill 2, where it's yeah, like the yeah. entire time we didn't realize. I, I even forgot it because I haven't played it in a while. Yeah, yeah, no, like, oh, yeah. Shoot or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah, that's the thing I can say is like the puzzles were a little bit uh, obtuse, I would say. Um, mm hmm. Like, I remember, like, we were finally going through the guides, and I'm like, it's funny how, like, this puzzle is actually easier if it's on, like, the harder difficulty, because they actually change, like, the wording for some of the puzzles and stuff. But, uh... Yeah. That, that's one thing I would say that I hope is that, like, they make the puzzle stuff, like, a little bit more... Not easier, but just more clear. You know, like, I think some of that yeah. also down to yeah. maybe, like, not a great translation and stuff like that, too. Yeah. So... Yeah, I, I hope that they clean all that stuff up. Um, but yeah, Gravity looks amazing. I, I was thinking, too, like, as far as, um like the city itself like obviously on ps5 they could make it like much larger and add stuff to it so like is that yeah. something you would want to see or would you want to just keep it the way it was yeah yeah no doubt um i'm cool with that too yeah i yeah. mean that's what i you know that's what i mean when i say like uh, even with the lore expanding the lore mm -hmm. uh expanding like you said the environment which be would be awesome uh, if mm -hmm. there's more places to visit and and see i'm i'm totally all on board for that oh yeah definitely yeah yeah, maybe they'll even up, uh, integrate, like, the Restless Dreams content you were talking about. Like, maybe that'll actually be, like, I'm sure they will. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they, they can probably do a lot more with that, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that'd be interesting to see, like, an actual part of, like, the main game. Yeah. Yeah, so that definitely looks really cool. I'm definitely looking forward to it. And when do they say this is coming out? Did they announce or no? Uh, no release date, but I'm going to assume that it's going to be next year. Uh, mm -hmm. Maybe they're going to push for a holiday release. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. I, I get you know. I'm sure. I know. The, I think the video game awards is coming up soon, right? I think it's coming up in December. Be. Yeah. So we'll, <laughs> we might get a maybe another trailer around that time and uh, a release date. I would think. Cool. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. I'm definitely looking forward to this. I'll definitely. Uh, yeah. You know, we'll, have to, we'll have to pick this up when it comes out, but I definitely uh, want to play through the original first. It's really cool. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a great yeah. game, man. It really definitely, is. Yeah. It, I've always said that, uh, you know, Resident Evil 2, 1998 is my favorite game, and Silent Hill 2 is my favorite horror game. Yeah. Uh, I, know, I know they're both horror games, but, like, this, this game was really disturbing for me as a kid. So mm. that's why that one, I would say, sits above the Resident Evil franchise when it comes to, like, scares. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I would yeah. say, like, this game, from what I've seen of it, like you said, is more, like, psychological horror for sure yeah um, obviously you know there is combat and stuff like that but it's like it's less like the you know the scary stuff in resident evil 2 is more about like oh these zombies are coming at you these monsters are coming yeah. at you and I, like that's yeah. that's really the scary part but in this this game it's much more like you said like that very cerebral kind of horror mm -hmm. where it's like yeah you know playing with your with the guy's mind and like that kind of like just like you don't really know what's exactly going on and like uh yeah but that's what makes it so interesting to me like when i was playing it and what i've seen and read about it like it just seems like a very interesting like concept for a game yeah i mean in a story yeah you know, like i'm really yeah. interested to see where it goes with this guy and and i guess in every game it's a different character right like uh like it's not the same uh, yeah, guy the, the only um yeah yeah the only uh game i can say that is connected story-wise um is silent hill one and silent hill three okay uh silent hill two uh is isolated there's like nothing at all connected to the first game or the third game that's why i find it so interesting because most franchises like they try to keep everything together when they're making a sequel uh, and the only thing that is the uh that, that carries over from silent hill one to uh silent hill two is really just the town that's mm -hmm. it 
everything else um, is not there. I mean, even the order, like they don't. I don't remember the order being mentioned at all like that in Silent Hill 2. I think that there's like some some files you find later uh, as you get further into the game. But I don't there's like nothing else really about the order in, in Silent Hill 2. But if you play Silent Hill 1 and 3, the order is like kind of like the main thing that's talked about in that game. You know what okay. I mean? Like it's part of the story, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, so yeah when with the actual game like series like obviously it's the same town so like i'm curious is it kind of like the yakuza games where like you actually like know the whole layout of the game if you played like the other games in it where like the town is basically exactly the same or is it I, I would, it's like a yes and a no because okay. yeah i would say like some of like the hospital um you know the uh i'm trying to remember i i I could really only I think I think I can only say really the hospital made mm -hmm. it in all three games. And then there's certain locations that uh are only like exclusive to that game. You know what okay. I mean? Uh so yeah, I, I would say I would say no because the town's always like changing. Okay. You know what I mean? Even like some of the roads that you probably were walking on in Silent Hill One are probably cut off in Silent Hill Three or something. You know. Okay, so, so you mean yeah, it's more yeah. of like it's is it more of like each game only gives you access to a certain part of the town, or is it like they're literally yeah, changing yeah. the layout? It, exactly. They, okay. you know, what you just said, pretty much. That's pr pretty much what's happening. And I would say probably some streets are cut off, too. Okay. You know? Yeah. Because, yeah, yeah, I do remember, like, in the first game, I remember there was, like, a really creepy part where, like, a school with, like, these, like, small kids or whatever, if I yeah, remember right. Yeah, uh, exactly. But from what I was playing of this uh, this one, I haven't seen the school yet. And I, does the school make an appearance in this one or no? Uh, no, it doesn't. Okay. Um, if I remember correctly, no, it doesn't. Um, okay. The hospital, the hospital does, but uh, not the school. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. So definitely looking forward to this game. Looks amazing yeah. graphically, and like, yeah, it looks like it'll definitely be a fun game to check out. And I'm interested to see what's yeah. made about it. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, Masahiro Ito and Akira Yamaoka both returning for this game, which is awesome. That right okay. there, especially with Masahiro Ito being a part of this game. Um, again, you know, he's well known as the designer of all the creatures from the original games. Uh, great artist, great artist. Yeah. But he's also done some other stuff, too, with creating cinematics and stuff. I didn't know that until uh, I would say um, yesterday, actually, because I follow him on Twitter. Mm. And uh, he was uh, pointing out, I guess a fan was trying to say that, you know, he didn't have any involvement in creating scenes for Silent Hill 2 and he's like no he's like I had a lot of involvement with creating these scenes and placing characters and lighting and all this other stuff so it, more than just art he's done like I guess you could say like almost like a mini director in some ways you know yeah like definitely a yeah. designer for the game too that's cool yeah exactly yeah so um, I'm again I'm very happy that Konami has both of them uh, and of course Akira Yamaoka is just a class act I mean his music his sound design is probably one of the best in video games to be honest mm. with you uh yeah. and you know you'll see what i'm talking about the further we play through silent hill 2 the original mm. of like how crazy things get with the sound and the music and everything yeah, he's he's really good yeah yeah i've already seen how uh the guys definitely got some talent for sure i've already seen like uh just from the sounds and like the music is definitely really good and like just yeah you know, a lot of the creepy sounds that come out of nowhere is definitely got some cool sound design no i doubt. can imagine with 
PS5 with all its like you know 3D audio and all this crazy shit. They could probably do some really neat stuff with it. You know? Oh yeah, I can't something. imagine like uh, yeah, you know, using maybe you know a headset with the 3D audio and stuff. This to try try it out, playing mm-hmm. it at night. Like yeah, I'm yeah. sure that's uh, that's got to be a trip. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely gonna be crazy. <laughs> yeah, no yeah. doubt. And the last thing I'll say about this is like I'm just glad to see that. Um, you know, Konami's doing something that's not Pachinko Machines anymore. So. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I think yeah. to really, to be honest, um, this is, uh, of course, awesome that this exists, but uh, the fact that they just did, like, a giant, uh, you know, show with all these Silent Hill games that they're releasing now out of nowhere, mm. um, like you said, it's just good to see that Konami is finally doing something with its IPs again, yeah, for sure. you know? So, uh, yeah. Yeah, I can't wait to see uh, some new Metal Gear. Hopefully, we'll get some more Castlevania soon. Yep. Like, uh, yeah. I just am, I'm really curious to see if they go, if they want to do Metal Gear, because, like, if they can't get Kojima back, I'm really curious if they're still going to try to make it. I just hope whatever yeah. they do is better than fucking Metal Gear Survive, because that's, like, the most trash that <laughs> me, me and you have ever yeah. had to play. It was, like, the worst yeah. game on the yeah. planet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, like we tried we tried so hard to have fucking some fun in that game and it was just yeah. complete garbage i think we played it <laughs> did we did we only play it one time or twice i think it was only once i don't think we even got it yeah to try it a second yeah time. yeah it took us forever just to get through like yeah it felt like an hour felt like 10 hours playing yeah. that game i don't know it was just yeah, yeah. The gameplay right. was just like not like it was just amazing to me how you can take like the amazing gameplay of Metal Gear Solid Five and just make it so boring. Like it was just. Like, I agree. Yeah, and even the main yeah. game, it was just like I got like an hour into it. Up, I just was playing until we could get to the part where we could play together. But even like the main yeah. game was just very like just stupid story and like just like yeah metal gear and zombies just does not really go together it's like it's just like (laughs) yeah i don't know what they were thinking to be honest they were they were really not thinking with their brains for sure it's just like a terrible idea that no just really really bad idea all around but hopefully we get they can get kojima back somehow because i definitely would love to see some more metal gear with him or at the very least yeah at the very least if if they can't go kojima at least not yet hopefully they can do you know similar like a remake of like you know either Metal Gear Solid or Metal Gear Solid 3 or something. Like, I would love to see that for sure. Oh, no doubt. Yeah, Yeah. it could help me do. Oh, yeah. So the next thing we're going to talk about is Horizon Zero Dawn is getting a remaster, uh, reportedly, which I find very interesting because it's such a new game. Like, when did this game come out? 2017. 2017. All right, so it's like five years old, which is like... yeah crazy i mean like i know a lot of people were saying oh last of us uh part one is crazy because that game's not old but this is like literally half the age of that you know yeah exactly so, um yeah it's definitely interesting uh and i the thing i find interesting about it is that i know we were talking about this a little bit how it can't really just be a remaster like in the old way of saying it because we the way we were used to the old version of remaster being like on ps3 where it was like oh we're taking this game making it 1080p making it 60 frames etc yeah everything else is untouched we're not like changing any character models we're not changing any any yeah yeah i mean so that's like yep. basically just running it on an emulator like we do now that's basically how the remasters were back in like uh you know the 2010s and stuff but yeah. um Yo, and I know you were saying, like, oh, it's probably going to be just that, but, like, everybody on PS5 already owns this game because they gave it out through uh, the PlayStation 5 uh, collection or whatever, right? Yeah. So, 
everybody already owns it and if you didn't i mean like if you somehow don't it's been on sale a million times for like five dollars so like chances are yeah. like, everybody's playing this game ready but yeah point, point being is that like you know they even enhanced this for ps5 so you can play it at 60 frames right and is, is yeah. it 4k even now is it 4k yeah it's a uh, checkerboard 4k yep. okay so yeah. yeah i mean the game's basically 4k already 60 frames already like in that sense they really can't sell a remaster <laughs> because it's like it's gonna yeah. be it's already at that so like for people to actually buy it, it would have to be like a full-on remake in the vein of uh, Last of Us Part One and Silent Hill Two, and all this stuff. So, yeah. you know, when I first heard about this, I was very much like, "What is this going to be about?" Um, so, yeah, I'm really just like wondering what they're going to do with this thing. So, is there anything like about the original that you would like? think should be changed or, or like could be made better like this is actually like a worthwhile thing to do or what do you think about I, it i i really don't think they should i mm -hmm. think the game played well i mean i recently uh you know completed the game and i got the platinum you know i i put in like a, at least like 80 hours in the game uh mm -hmm. yeah i did enjoy it um but yeah i mean and i and, and that you know, being said, I you know I played it on the PS5, so I got basically the best version you can play uh, mm -hmm. for uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, I mean, yeah, I can see them. You know, obviously the Decima engine has been updated a few times, and you know, it, does it does it match Forbidden West? Okay, even if that's the case, I mean, I still don't see that as a big mm -hmm. sell. Mm -hmm. um you know yeah i really don't know what else they can do i agree with you on this um even with a remaster just because again it's not an old game and mm -hmm. um i i just don't think i just don't think it's really worth it they could definitely be doing something else than that you know yeah, yeah. it really seems like a a waste of resources in my opinion um, yeah i agree like, uh, yeah, I, from what I was gleaning on this article on Polygon, uh, I thought it said something about multiplayer. Um, okay, so yeah, there's... Sony and Netflix have confirmed that they are developing a live-action television adaptation of Horizon Zero Dawn. So I guess that has something to do with it. I mean, you know, I guess, you know, similarly to Last of Us Part 1, it's like they have the show come out on HBO, so I don't know if why... I, you know, I guess they're like, oh, if there's going to be a show behind it, then maybe it'll sell more copies or whatever. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see, like, if they were going to be completely, like, redoing all the motion capture or voice acting and all this stuff or what's going to be going on with it. Um, yeah. So it says here, okay, PS5 version of Zero Dawn will apparently feature improved lighting, overhauled textures, better animations, and character models look more like their Forbidden West counterparts. In addition to the graphical improvements, the game will feature updated accessibility and quality of life options for players, similar to what the sequel added, again, taking a page out of Last of Us Part 1's playbook. So yeah, like, I've yet to actually, I know you have, uh, I think, do, do you own Forbidden West, or did you just play the demo of it? No, no, I've only played uh, the game trial. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yep. So, yeah, me and you both have that PlayStation Premium, so uh, I haven't played, I haven't downloaded, but I, I still need to play that trial yeah cause it looks awesome from what i've seen of the uh yeah it, it does it looks really good yeah yeah so i mean there's no doubt that there is a, a huge jump graphically between 
uh, zero yeah. dawn in Forbidden West. Uh, there's no denying that. Um, so I guess it all depends on how much work it would take them to do this. I don't know if they're able to just like kind of swap around assets and be like, oh, we're just gonna take like the the trees and grass we made for Forbidden West and just kind of like throw it into this yeah. game. Yeah, I, yeah. I really don't know how yeah. much has changed in the game that they if they can really like mm. use reuse a lot of assets or use character models. Like I guess yeah, uh, we'll see how much really goes into it, but. Um, you know, it's like whatever. I'm not really interested in it. Uh, if it, you know, it's another one of these games where it's like when it gets really cheap, maybe I'll check it out. Like Last of Us Part One, it's like I'll pick that up when it's like twenty bucks, maybe. You know, what I mean, I'm not paying yeah. anywhere near seventy dollars for it. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, for people that have never played the game before, you know, that's cool. I just am kind of like, uh, it's the same thing with uh, Last of Us Part One, where I just kind of feel. It should be like you, there should be some kind of like upgrade path. Like if you already own the original, then like you get this game for cheaper. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. That would only, be good. Yeah, but the only problem is that it's the same thing with Last of Us Part One, where PlayStation has already given the game out for free. So like they would literally have to give almost everybody that discount. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's like yeah. you know, even though like you know, I I bought Last of Us Part One. You know, you bought Last of Us Part One. You bought Horizon Zero Dawn. Like we we bought those games before they were like actually put on there for free uh i don't know if there was a way to just be like okay like these people actually bought the game because uh, i remember didn't they do something yeah. similar with, with final fantasy 7 where it was like oh if you uh if you had the version that was actually purchased then you have access to something else like it was like dlc or something yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so the way it worked uh basically it was that final fantasy 7 remake if you received the playstation plus version of the game mm. you couldn't uh upgrade to uh the integrated um PS5 version. version yeah ps5 version yeah exactly okay. um and yeah that you did have to pay for it technically because uh when you for twenty dollars when you would upgrade you also got the Yuffie dlc mm-hmm. uh with final Fantasy 7 remake integrated um but yeah, they did pull that off, like you said, with the PlayStation Plus version, where you could not do it at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's probably would be the same thing with Horizon if they were to go about it with if there was an upgrade path. Yeah. Where if you purchased the game, you could, but if you got it through PlayStation Plus, then you're you're gonna have to buy it. Yeah. Yeah. So since they were able to do it that time, I guess that is something that they could possibly do. I mean, I think it would be yeah make people more interested in it. Like yeah, because like I said, if. You know, if Last of Us Part 1 was, like, half price, if you were already on the original, then a lot, people like me would probably be a lot more interested in it. Yeah, so. and, and the one thing I would like to add, I mean, the only way I see this being a big sell for anyone who's, like, like me, for instance, who put, like, 80 hours in the game and got the Platinum, yeah. is, like, you're adding a, a, a bunch of new story content that maybe helps connect the second game with the first game. Uh-huh. I don't know, may, like, that could be interesting, uh, but again, I, I I don't know. I don't know if that would still get me to be like, oh yeah, I want to drop like seventy dollars on this game mm. to get like maybe what it added like four hours of of gameplay. I mean, who knows like what they could really do with it at that point. But um, yeah, yeah I mean, I still stand by. I don't think they need to. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I guess yeah. they're, they're probably combining like the the what was it called the Frozen Wilds like into the main game probably at this point. Yeah. Somehow. Yeah. Yeah. And what do you think about the live action? Like, are you interested in that at all, or what do you feel about that? Um, I was hoping for a CGI uh, show, mm-hmm. to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, just because 
I would like to see like what happens. Um, because if I'm correct, I believe the story is taking place right when like everything's going to hell in the world okay. with the you know with all of the 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 uh, machines turning on humans. Um, and I think CGI like would have been a better choice just because like I don't know. I, I it depends on the budget too. I mean, mm-hmm. if if you know it's live action, if the budget's pretty good it won't it you know i don't think it would look bad but if it's not if it doesn't have a big budget and they're doing live action i would be a little worried about it just because i don't think the quality would be as good you know yeah it would be tough to make uh, the cgi look that good yeah exactly but that's why i was saying like i think if it was just a straight up cgi show mm. i mean to me i think that would you know, at that point you don't have to worry about like the visuals other than you do have to worry about the visuals but you don't have to worry about real people you know being around you know cgi machines you know what i mean uh so that that's the difference basically (laughs) yeah like they're gonna have to get it very photorealistic for that to not look cheesy uh exactly exactly Um, yeah yeah. I'm interested. I just hope it's good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it all depends on the budget. I mean, the thing that worries me is it's Netflix, and they can definitely do some really cheap adaptations, as we know, with like the Death Note and shit. Like, that that Death Note was so terrible. Oh, Um, yeah. Yeah, really bad. (laughs) So, yeah, they've definitely done some, and, you know, basically countless anime adaptations that were terrible live action. As an evil. As an evil was. (laughs) I mean, I I haven't even seen that yet. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've only watched half an episode because i thought it was bad but <laughs> yeah. you know, I'll, I'll give it another shot yeah <laughs> yeah i mean like i said coming from you who's like the ultimate resident evil fan if you only were able to stomach like a half an episode it must be pretty fucking terrible <laughs> again uh, once they once they did the teen drama like high school stuff i yeah. was just like yeah i'm, I'm good yeah yeah. It, 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 <laughs> yeah and it's funny because isn't the guy from horizon in that show yeah yeah uh, yeah. uh Lance Reddick, yeah, he's awesome. Yeah, yeah. okay. It just, he, it's just he couldn't save that show though. <laughs> yeah, nah, probably nothing good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, so I mean, that's that seems like another cheap adaptation. So, I mean, honestly, yeah. like it would have been cool. Like, I really am loving that cyberpunk anime. Like, I think uh, even if they did like an anime, it would be cool. Horizon, you know. Um, yeah, no, that's yeah. another uh, another um, point you make. That's good. Uh, definitely, yeah. an anime would be cool for yeah. for Horizon. Yeah. Yeah, they need to make more of them, man. Like, I would love to see, like, a Metal Gear anime. I would love to see, like, uh, fucking, yeah. you know, obviously they've already done Castlevania, and that came out cool. Uh, yeah. So, like, there definitely is a lot of room for uh, some modern animes of these kind of games. Even, like, God of War would be cool, you know, if you need to see some of these. Yeah, yeah. no doubt. But, uh, yeah, I'm definitely interested to see, like, the first, like, trailer for this, because, like, I have a feeling it's going to be cheap, but I guess, uh, yeah, yeah I- I'm willing to uh, suspend my my thoughts on it until i see the first trailer but uh yeah hopefully hopefully, hopefully i'm wrong hopefully it's actually good because yeah no uh, doubt it's always good to see more good game adaptations Absolutely. but uh and yeah when does that uh last of a show come out um i believe uh, it's, it's definitely next year obviously um i'm just trying to remember how early i i, I don't know i think it's february okay i think it is i think it's february if i'm right Okay. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. That that actually looks like it's gonna be good. You know. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Okay. Um. Let's see. So, overall, what are your thoughts on remakes and remasters? Like lately, like with all this stuff going on, do you think that it, it's a good trend? Do you think that it's uh you know on the one hand, I kind of feel like 
it's something relatively simple for these guys to do that will bring in money and see uh yeah kind of gauge interest on like a new uh version you know what i mean like it seems yeah. like with you know for instance like resident evil resident evil 2 remake it's like obviously they were kind of testing the waters and it's like okay that's it that sold really well so now we're gonna do three now we're gonna do four you know yeah uh yeah so and you know it's kind of the same. even on the ps3 days it was like they, they would do this a lot where it's like oh we're gonna have like the god of war collection hd uh before yeah. god of war 3 comes out and stuff like that you know yeah. so you know it's like it can be cool i've definitely bought plenty of remasters in my day uh and, and i definitely think they're they especially at the time that they were cool uh it was always yeah. nice it's always nice to have access to a game if you don't have that old console lying around like absolutely if you, if you didn't have yes. a ps2 hanging around you can you know it's cool they all right we threw some trophies in there it's in hd it looks a lot better plays a lot yeah. better you know runs better so mm-hmm. on one hand i think it's cool i think that these modern remakes are getting a little bit like crazy as far as like yeah I mean, there's, there's, there's really nothing that can be done about the fact that like everybody expects like an insane amount of quality and photorealism yeah. and all this stuff from modern games so it's like no matter what you know mm-hmm. you can't you can't do like all right we're gonna do like a, Res- a silent hill 2 remake uh we're gonna uh just up the resolution make it 60 frames like you know it's just like it's like that does not exist anymore basically they're just not doing that anymore um it's just like yeah. I, guess, I guess they just think at this time that well, it's not good enough for people you know yeah i mean well they did technically with the old the hd collection was the remaster okay um, yeah. And, and yeah yeah and like like you said that's the separation here is the remasters are the upskilled you know upping you know mm-hmm. if, if the game wasn't already 60 frames most likely they they're, they're upping the frame rate Mm-hmm. Uh, but mostly it's the resolution and, and textures to make sure yeah. that when you bump up that resolution, the visual fidelity is still good. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's not, uh, you know, jarring looking with having this, this you know, nice resolution and the textures don't match the, mm-hmm. the, the clarity. Um, but with the remakes, uh, that's really where this, I would say... Um, yeah, I agree. It, it's kind of like hit or miss, and I say that because of time. Mm. It dep- Like a good example is Dead Space is getting a remake. Okay, and uh, it looks good, but the original Dead Space doesn't look bad. You know what mm. I mean? Like the original Dead Space still looks like a great game mm. that came out. You know, and you know it's a fourteen-year-old game now. I mean, it has some age on it, but yeah, it, it's. It's from an era that, you know, still has great looking games. Like the PlayStation Three, Xbox Three Sixty era still has games to this day that like look really good. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, I think that the problem here is that um, everyone's expecting. I, I would say that that's from our generation. They're always going to expect when they're doing a remake, like a a jarring difference mm. and the only time that really happened was with the first resident evil remake for the mm. most part um because you went from the 32-bit playstation one to uh the nintendo gamecube which yeah. you know who knows how many polygon polygons that each model had you know yeah. in, the, in the gamecube version compared to the polygon count in uh you know, Resident Evil um, for PlayStation 1 and Sega Saturn. Yeah. Like, 
that was really the biggest jump ever. That whole era was the biggest jump. I think yeah. now, um, don't get me wrong, there's a huge graphical uh, jump with Silent Hill 2. You can see that. That's easy yeah. to see. But um, it still just doesn't feel like... Uh, I don't know. It feels like with again with some of the games, it's hit or miss. Like I would say, Silent Hill Two definitely you can see a, a such a big difference that um it it it, it uh it, there's a reason for it to exist. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh, and also again, time. Mm. Um, I think when something hits around like twenty years, twenty one years, I I'm perfectly fine with them. I mean, again, I don't own the IP, so it's like you do what you want with it, but. I, I as a consumer I you know I probably would be more like oh yeah I want to buy this one because this game they haven't done anything with it for how long you know there's been like a, a good two decades all right let me check it out you know what I mean yeah uh yeah yeah for sure like I was just gonna say real quick that like uh you know it seems to me I feel like it's it should be like a long enough time where like there's been major advancements uh not just graphically but like also you know oh this this game uh for instance like oh the original took forever to load uh now on ps5 it's instant loading everywhere you know yeah I mean? like yeah. Uh, that kind of stuff where it's like oh we can put uh we you know for instance like we were talking about with silent hill like oh we can make the silent hill town much bigger uh and make it more yeah. immersive we can do all kinds of uh interesting stuff with physics whatever yeah i mean yeah. like there, there's a lot of you know for instance they remade like half-life 2 today like imagine how much more they can do with the physics you know what i mean uh absolutely yeah. so it's like uh i feel like it should be like not just a graphical thing but like more of a meaningful update like uh Mm-hmm. You know, but it seems like companies have been like this for a while. Like uh, at least some of them have for a while. Where like a good example is Konami. Like remember when they made the Metal Gear Solid HD collection? And, like Metal Gear Solid was not in there. That the PS One was was not in that yeah, collection. Yeah, you're right. You're um, right. I think yeah. maybe, I think maybe did it come with like a download for that? Maybe like the original, like just like untouched uh, uh, version. I think maybe it had like a download code for the PS One classic of it. Uh, I couldn't okay. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You might be right about that, actually. Um, yeah, yeah. I kind of it's been a while. That. Yeah, yeah. yeah. At, at least, I mean, maybe that wasn't in the U.S. I do remember. Maybe it was like U.K. They did it or something like that. Okay. I mean, I already owned it anyway. But like, that was yeah. like, you know, that wasn't like, oh, we 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 made like an HD version of this for the collection. It was just like literally, like, oh yeah, we have that on there. You can play that 480p version, you know, on your PS3, and that's that. You yeah. Know? But it's like, it was interesting to me that they're not like. It's like, oh, this game, they're basically like, this game looks like shit. We're not going to, like, it's going to look uh, bad if we up-res it. But it's like, who cares? Yeah. yeah, I mean, like, Metal Gear Solid, like, yeah, it's not a great-looking game this day, these days. But, like, I don't give a fuck. Like, when I play it on the emulator and it's in 4K, it's like, I, I, I'm down exactly. with it. It's like, it's just, that's just how the game looked. It's like, whatever. But, like, yeah. it's just funny how it's kind of like, oh, like, you know, we can only do MGS 2 and 3 uh and peace walker because they're like much more modern looking and like oh it's like, yeah. like, they're, like they're embarrassed of like how the original looks yeah i mean yeah it's like... yeah that's true it's a good point um not to cut you off mm. uh, and i say that because um you know what they're doing now is it's like instead of just doing something easy like that where it's like you know we we make it playable on modern consoles and you know make a few adjustments mm-hmm. so it looks a little better with a bigger re- you know a better resolution yeah uh and, and and instead what they're doing is they're dumping millions and millions of dollars 
into remaking these games <clears throat> and maybe you know and again if it fails it's like oh well you know we're not going to bother with these old games anymore because this remake didn't sell well like it, yeah. it's not it's not like that's really going to happen but i'm just saying like i feel that um like we're saying not every game needs it mm-hmm. and if they don't want to bother just put the game on modern consoles and and pc or whatever so people can enjoy it because yeah. that's it's like that's the trade-offs either you're gonna <clears throat> play the remake and the original will still never get on modern consoles or yeah. they they're they're nice enough to to bring the the original game to modern consoles you know yeah yeah and it's interesting because like you know it, it's it's funny how like it's almost the same argument uh or the same dialogue uh like you know what 20 years later now of like remember back then it was like and even with resident evil it was like with those with metal gear and resident evil one those are both games where they're like this game just came out i can't believe it's having a remake already you know what i mean like yeah how, i mean resident evil like between resident evil one and the remake it was only like five years right or less i think it was like six but still okay. very short very yeah. short and yeah. then of course with metal gear it was even less it was from 98 to what 2001 three three I oh it was three okay yeah. all right yeah. so yeah, and I still remember those articles where people were like, oh, it hasn't been long enough to do a remake of this. It's stupid to do a remake, blah, blah, blah. And, of course, everybody has their opinions on Twin Snakes, and, like, I definitely agree that there's... you know, th- Like, I, I kind of like it for what it is. It's a, it's something different. Like, I kind of yeah. see it as, like, an alternate reality version of, of Metal Gear or something yeah. like that, or it's, like, a, yeah. Yeah, uh, it's, it's, it's definitely, like, its own thing. It's almost like an anime adaptation of Metal Gear or something like that. It's definitely got, yeah. like... A good amount of changes where it's a little bit silly at times but as far as like you know the game looks way better it plays way better it has all the gameplay from mgs2 so it's like yeah i feel that that is still like a mean it has enough meaningful change where it's not just like okay we're doing a literal shot for shot remake of uh mgs1 like the gameplay is totally unchanged like you still have an isometric view you yeah know, there, there's no yeah. hanging there's no like uh, uh, all these advanced uh sneaking techniques so it's like yeah since they added all that to it, it's like I still I still feel like okay, this is actually something it's still like worth playing through all the way because it's, it is different. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, uh, but then with these newer ones, like yeah, this Horizon thing, it's like I really can't see what they could possibly change aside from like, I mean, I don't even remember. Does that game even have like loading problems on PS4 or anything? Like, is there anything that really they could update that would make it that much better? I mean, uh, yeah, I don't. I guess I just know. like maybe whatever gameplay upgrades uh, they kind of made uh, to yeah. the other version, but um, yeah, I mean, like at this point, it's been so long that I would totally be down for a Metal Gear Solid remake again of like an actual one that's like closer to how the, the original story was, you know? Yeah, uh, just with like much better graphics, and you know, if they used you know whatever engine or just had the MGS Five kind of gameplay, and um, like I think that presents an interesting challenge. Like I think that. Mm-hmm. Because I know a lot of people were like, for instance, um, you know, even with like this this Resident Evil Four uh, gameplay trailer, they're like, oh, you can like move and shoot now. That's going to make the game too easy. You know what I mean? But it's like, yeah, the designers probably have accounted for that. Like, uh, oh yeah, and no it's doubt. like, yep. yeah, and I feel like those kind of things. It's like I kind of would rather them change some things and then be like, oh, we have to change this because that got changed. Because then you're going to have like more of an actual something actually a little bit different which is like that's how yeah. it should be it should not be a hundred percent like i like like we were saying like resident evil 2 is a really good example of changing things up even though it's like the same story basically 
they did enough yeah. to change things up so that like you know oh there's a couple surprises with the fans and like it's not exactly, exactly. the shot exactly so it's like you know it's just for like oh these fans like really love this game back in the day and they want to play it again like that was like a perfect uh kind of version of that kind of thing but yeah. um yeah and even yeah twin snakes now you know it looked great at the time but that's looking it's not looking that great anymore yeah you know i mean so it's like that's something where yeah. with you know 20 years of uh of technology the graphics alone would look incredible and then uh obviously if they were to take you know the gameplay from metal gear solid 5 that would also change things a whole lot because now sure uh, even from twin snakes like there's been so many upgrades to the engine and how the gameplay works and it's like if they were to kind of redo shadow moses like change the layout change like how the enemy ai reacts uh you know yeah. change like some of the boss fights etc because that's one thing that I, w- I would say from twin snakes was an issue where um that a lot of people were saying it's like for instance like the revolver ocelot fight you know and the original is a little bit harder because it's like okay um we're you know with Ocelot, oh, you're kind of, like, having to stop at the astrometric view, and, like, you gotta, like, turn the corner and shoot at him real quick, and then you gotta run around and sh- turn the yeah. corner and shoot again. And it's, like, in Twin Snakes, you have the first-person mode now, so, like, you literally just stand in one spot and just kind of, like, point your gun, <laughs> yeah, like, wherever he's at and just fuck him up really quickly. Yeah, so yeah, it's, yeah. Like, th- like, that's, like, one example of, like, okay, this uh, kind of did break the game a little bit. You gotta, you should, probably should have rearranged the fight a little bit more to, like, make it yeah. account for that, you know? But, yeah. uh, so yeah, like I think it's, you know, I, like I said, I would love to see a Metal Gear remake where they, uh, or you know what, even fucking if they don't want to do Metal Gear Solid, like do Metal Gear for fucking NES or MSX or whatever, like I, that would be dope yeah, to see that story. Yeah. Yeah, to be honest, um, it, I love Metal Gear Solid, the, the mm. uh, you know the original. Uh, it's, yeah. it's, it's still a great game to this day. Um, yeah. But yeah, I agree. I think um, if they if they're gonna you know. If they want to bring back any Metal Gear game, it should be the you know the original for the Nintendo because it, for the timeline, I think it's important for everyone to see Snake when he was younger mm-hmm. and like uh, just all those important plots, the plot line that's in that game. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like just because everything else is pretty much there, but that that one is like not many people are looking for a Nintendo or you know, to play the game, uh, that's number one. And number two, uh, the only other way to play it is really on the emulator, and that's it. Yeah. Unless you got, I, th- I th- if I'm correct, I believe uh, with the HD collection, I think you were able to play uh, the first Metal Gear game on there as like an unlockable or something, if I'm correct. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, the HD collection. Yeah. That was actually something that was added to Metal Gear Solid 3 Subsistence. I remember on okay. that game, like that was part of oh, the yeah, game. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right about it, that. It was like yeah. the two MSX games were unlockable, and it, it was it, that was cool because they actually did like redo the translation. They also like remember they changed like Snake's uh, how he looks from being like this uh, cheap version of uh, Christopher Walken or whatever the hell he was to actually looking <laughs> like Snake. And uh, yeah, they just had like uh, it's just funny how Kojima just ripped off like every action star basically. Ah, uh, yeah, Stallone yeah. and yeah. Michael Bean. Yeah, Michael Bean. Don't forget yeah. Michael, Michael Bean the cover. Yeah, he totally just stole it. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, he looked, then yeah, it looked like fucking Rambo in one of the Codex shots. And stuff. Like, he, was just, he was just like every action hero thrown into one fucking guy. I kind of wish he was a goal at one point. That would have been great. But uh... <laughs> yeah, just give him slip back hair with the with the ponytail. Yeah, the fucking goatee and shit. Yeah, yeah he'd be, he'd be good to go. Yeah, gear. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so that that's my thoughts on on the remaster. I think like yeah, like there's definitely games that could use it. 
Um, I think like Metal Gear Solid is old enough to, to have a meaningful new one. And, yeah. Uh, but I, I agree with you. I would like to see the MSX games uh, also redone because because oh, yeah. uh, Phantom Pain was kind of like leaning towards that. It was kind of almost like, okay, this is like, you know, the final part of like the big boss shit before like he goes to like exactly. Solid Snake being born and it's, everything. Yeah. It's a great point because, um, you know, when they came out with Metal Gear Solid 3, I mean, it was basically the beginning of the storyline like mm. the entire timeline starts with that game really when you think about it yeah because it's big boss and his beginnings learning from the boss and him basically chasing her down because she defected from the you know the the u.s or whatever you know mm. what i mean yeah, so uh yeah. yeah so it's the, kojima was doing that the entire time like mm. you know once once he started with three mm. it was like all right we're gonna give you every bit of detail of like how this whole story plays out mm. it's the same with uh peace walker doesn't that take place like in the 70s if i'm right um uh, i believe it was 70s yeah i think it was about yeah, then, yeah. Then, it was like the then, cuban missile crisis shit right yeah so that's like late 60s okay yeah 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 so like 60s 70s yeah okay um and then you got um you know that what do you call it um Metal Gear Solid Five with being you know taking place in the eighties, mm. and if I'm correct, the first Metal Gear game takes place in like the nineties, right? I believe so. Yeah, I think it's nineteen ninety five is the first one. I think. Okay, I so that. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, like, you know, that again, he was just obviously the entire time, it looked like he was le- like you said, leading to bring him back what he where he, where he started with the yeah, first yeah. one you know yep. yeah yep. yeah so I, that would definitely be cool as hell to see like a young solid snake uh to like tie that shit back together uh versus yeah. uh big boss or i guess it would be spoilers it would be venom snake not big boss <laughs> now yeah i mean uh and all yeah, that shit. yeah yeah um but basically uh you know, that would be really cool to just that that's something that's like obviously fucking ancient at this point so like a lot of people don't know that story because it's just like exactly if anything were to get a remake that one would make the absolute the most sense yeah, yeah. yeah honestly at this point it's like the only way to play that is if you have like an msx emulator i mean nobody's got a fucking a working msx anymore right except maybe like john from digital foundry but like it's probably <laughs> the only, the only yeah. guy to play it it's still got one that works uh yeah. but yeah. like you know aside from that it's like you would have to have a ps3 to play this the hd collection version or you would have to have a ps2 to play the subsistence of mgs3 mm-hmm. but it's like it's it's getting to the point where it would be a hassle to play those games so it's like yeah. definitely yeah a modern version where anybody could play it on uh, you know with, with updated graphics updated gameplay like that's something i would be totally down for uh yeah, yeah just to like retell that story in in a way that kojima would have wanted to uh tell it you know that that's like a, a good actually good version of like the the classic lucas thing like oh i'm redoing all this to the way that i wanted it to be i just didn't have the uh technology back then you know what i mean now you've exactly everything with the stupid fucking singing and dancing and return to jedi and all stupid shit but like uh, <laughs> yeah but yeah. like this, this is an actual version where it's like okay like this legit like he he had like you know really uh no budget to you know or i guess some budget at the time but like graphically it was like they were you know trying to tell a story with those graphics was just uh you know not easy to do so it'd be interesting to see like yeah. what he would do as far as like cinematically like all the camera angles and like how he would change the dialogue and like changing the story mm-hmm. around especially now that you have phantom pain 
to tie all together because now it would obviously be referencing stuff that happened to Phantom Pain. So it's like that's something that I feel like would be a really worthwhile remake for sure. Absolutely. But I just yeah. hope that if they do that, that it would actually be, um, you know, bringing back Kojima for it for sure. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Alright, so yeah, next we're just going to talk about um, PT, which has uh, long been discontinued on and unplayable for ridiculous reasons by Konami. Uh, basically, if you don't know about this, uh, this was a demo that was released in, what, 2014? Yes. Okay, so yeah. it was released 2014, it was a massive success, it was like everybody and their mother downloaded this game, and like it was just like mm-hmm. the biggest thing, biggest phenomenon in gaming in like forever. Uh, where yeah. it was just it was just crazy how like it spread like a virus so quickly like everybody was playing this this thing, um, yeah. And it seemed like even people who were like really weren't into horror like you know I'm I'm not a huge horror fan like I was like well, you know like playing it with you and I'm like yeah. this, this is so neat you know. Well, I'll never forget. Uh, I was at work when you texted me mm-hmm. that uh, there was a Silent Hill demo mm-hmm. out of nowhere and yeah. I'm like what? Yeah, and I remember. Uh, you know, I was still on the clock too. And I'm like, wait a second, I gotta stop here for a second and see yeah. uh, what the hell my brother's talking about. And then I'm looking and I saw something about PT, and I'm like, what is PT? Mm. And I'm like, how is this Silent Hill? Um, and then of course the game was in first person, so I'm like, all right, that's definitely not a, like a Silent Hill game. You know what mm. I mean? Uh, so like everything about it at the time when I first saw it, I'm like, it doesn't. I'm like, yeah, it's a horror game. It, I can see that. Uh-huh. But, uh, I don't know what this is. And then you know, like you said, we we got to play it together. But it, it was like you said. I I don't think we'll ever get another time like that where a demo it gets millions and millions of downloads so quickly, and it's For it's sure. literally like. Like the hottest thing on on the PlayStation Store at the time, you know? Yeah, that was just crazy. Yeah. Uh, yep. Um. So yeah, basically, it was like this massive phenomenon, and then Konami, being the dumbasses that they are, basically were just like, oh, um, we're canceling this game. You know, they had their issues with with Kojima. Obviously, if you don't know about that situation, uh, I guess he was. From what I remember, he was like massively over budget on MGS5, and they were kind of just like, "All right, we're pulling the plug on this." And I don't know, because you definitely had some beef with somebody at Konami because they, uh, they definitely it was like this this long drawn out thing where you know he wasn't even able to finish MGS5 uh, the way that he wanted. Like if you, if you played that game, you could tell it was very unfinished. Uh, yeah. Speaking of which, I meant to mention that earlier. Like, if they ever like, they should like do a remake of MBS Five sometime and actually finish the fucking game. But uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. just cut it. There you go. Yeah. The, or tie yeah. or have like the ending, the actual ending of MBS Five be like the first part of like the MSX game re- remake. You know what I mean? Like, so you yeah. actually see like, okay, this is how it leads into it. Yeah. Um, I'm still so mad that they uh, deleted that whole part with, uh, you know, with Liquid in the Metal Gear and everything. That was so cool. Oh uh, yeah, one. yeah, that was that was really uh, really cool. Missed opportunity. Absolutely yeah. missed opportunity. Yeah. So um, oh, yeah. and same thing with PT. It's like this was a really interesting yes. horror game. Uh, you know, at the time it was very innovative. I hadn't seen anything like this where it was a first-person game. You're walking through hallways. Uh, you know, I'm actually gonna pull up some gameplay of it um, in a second because it is—it's it, interesting. Like, if you haven't seen it before, it's actually like a little hard to describe. Um, but you're you're walking through hallways, 
it's interesting because yeah you're, you're, it's all first person and you have to figure out these puzzles as you're walking through the hallways each time it loops around then like there's something a little bit different each time this is like a really interesting uh teaser basically when you finally beat this which was interestingly kind of a community-based thing where uh you know i'm assuming uh konami kojima assuming that it was gonna take people a little longer i think it only took people a few days to actually complete this but uh, if I yeah. remember right, like one of the developers had said that they thought it was going to take like people months to finish this, but uh, that's what was really neat about it is that it was a collaborative effort through like the whole game community to figure yeah. out how to beat this thing because it was really uh, not easy. Like a lot of people, uh, I know when me and you were playing it, we got pretty far, but like the last part yeah. of it was just like we couldn't figure out what you have to do. Once again, it's got that little bit of like that psycho psychological horror aspect to it, where like it just gets it gets a really creepy vibe very quickly as you're going through and you don't know what to expect. You know what I mean? Especially when you know, the Lisa ghost starts to pop up and you don't know what's going on. And then like it definitely plays up that that horror vibe really well. Um, yeah. But also just like you know mentally you're just like oh this is like really interesting like trying to figure out what's going on and seeing like the subtle changes that happen each time. So. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, and obviously, yeah, long story short, this was canceled um, due to all these issues with uh, with Kojima and Konami because this was made by Hideo Kojima, who also did the Metal Gear games, and Guillermo del Toro, right? Yes. It was. Yeah, so yep. basically, um, the, and yeah, it's funny because Guillermo del Toro, uh, he's had how many, I think he's had like multiple game projects that were canceled, right? Uh, oh yeah, let's not forget um, Insane. Oh yeah, I forgot all yeah. about that. Yeah, yeah, that it was announced back in like 2010. That it never came out. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Okay, so yeah, he's had I think a few projects that were uh, totally just canceled after a while. Um, mm -hmm. So this is another one, but it's just it's just such a weird thing with the squandered potential because uh, it's it was like such a hype thing and everybody was so into it and then everybody wanted to see like what the final game would be and it was just like they put this out there it was a massive success like if they had said like uh here's the demo and like also you can pre-order it now like this game would have had so many fucking pre-orders yeah i mean like seriously oh, yeah. at the time yeah. like this game would have like immediately had like probably millions of pre-orders like i no tell doubt. you what they yeah. went you, you know what that would have locked them in to where they 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 would have had no they would have no way to move out of that so yeah. even if they wanted to you know, kick Kojima off of the project, they would have still had to finish it because they got, yeah, you know, like you said, if there's pre-orders along with this demo, yeah, uh, absolutely, that would have been like, all right, well, here's your money in advance, make the game, you know? What yeah, I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah. but yeah, I mean, it's just insane to me that uh, such a cool concept was canceled. Yeah, it even had, I totally forgot, it has Norman Reedus. Uh, he was like, you know really well known from walking dead and stuff like that really good actor obviously he ended up being in the death stranding game with uh kojima later um yep. but yeah like this is just like gotta be like it's gonna be just forever known as like the most squandered potential for sure and then um say so after all that hype this game was just totally canceled and uh you know then resident evil went on to make resident evil 7 which basically like copied a lot of this whole thing with the first person and like the vibe of it. it was just like you know very much you could tell like okay if they're not making pt we're just gonna take this whole idea and kind of like make something new for resident evil with it um yeah so it's like whatever i can't really fault them for that at least like it got some kind of i mean it's definitely not the same thing but it's like at least it got yeah. in a way some kind of like um 
what's the word I'm looking for? Like homage to it or whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the actual this demo is not only can you not lo no longer download it anymore, um, but it's like if you even if you have downloaded this game before, you know, usually the way it works is if you download a demo or whatever a game to your console, then you can download it you know forever like they can't like lock you out of that but with this thing it's like literally konami and like you know they made the playstation guys like do all this extra coding to make sure like oh like literally even if you uh have downloaded this before like now you can't download it anymore uh they made it so that basically if you uh you know on the move from ps4 to ps5 there's no way to play it on ps5 um even if you were to transfer uh say your ps4 broke there was no way to transfer, I don't think, right? You couldn't transfer the PT to a new PlayStation, or could you? Uh, the only way you could is if you uh, did a backup. That's okay, it. yeah. It's, there's no other way to do it Yeah. I can think of, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. basically, like, this this is be this is uh, game is becoming, like, an endangered species, basically, where it's, like, there's not yeah. any, like, cop there's no way to play this anymore. I mean, like, I mean, you still have it on your PS4, right? I think. No, unfortunately, I don't. Oh, you don't? Um, oh, yeah. What happened was um, when I got my PlayStation 5, uh, I I was able to put it on my PS5. Uh, like, of course, I couldn't play it. It was on my um, external hard drive. Mm -hmm. Then I upgraded my external hard drive. And uh, at that point, um, I was actually giving away my, my uh, two terabyte um hard drive, hard drive. Mm -hmm. yeah so with, with doing that i had to delete everything off it and uh yeah unfortunately um pt was a victim <laughs> yeah yeah, it sucks. yeah so yeah, basically yeah. um yeah i remember there was also like people were remaking this on pc i mean we've even played the version on dreams like people in the dreams yeah. game where you can make your game like people yeah. made, remade this shit so it's like yep uh everybody's loved this thing and they wanted to they wanted to see it live on uh, and now um, it looks like uh, people. The first hack of, of PlayStation Five has basically happened. Uh, I guess due to this game, like people really wanted to uh, to play this game on PS Five. And now I'm not exactly sure how this works. Um, I, I'm just going to read about it now. This is an article on Ars Technica. For years now, Hideo Kojima's cult classic PT or playable trailer. Uh, it was this <coughs> canceled Silent Hills project uh, has only been playable on the million or so increasingly hard to find PS4 consoles that downloaded the free demo and didn't delete it before it was completely removed from the PlayStation Network. Now one hacker has gotten the game to run on an unmodified PlayStation 5 by using a second jailbroken PS5 as a go-between. Streamer Lance McDonald demonstrated his PT on PS5 method in a stream early Monday, detailing several prerequisites and steps that will make it very difficult for many interested in to copy. <clears throat> Chief among them is McDonald's access to a second PS5 that he hasn't plugged in for over a year when he used to try the Elden Ring network test. That means the console is still running an old version of the PS5 firmware. Okay, so this obviously is a bit complicated. Uh, using yeah. the jailbroken system, then he could log into the system from a PC using an FTP client. Okay, this is definitely getting crazy. Edit the list of games you're allowed to run on PS5. That's important because even users who have previously managed to transfer a legitimate copy of PS4 version to PS5 have been faced with a message saying you can't use this PS4 game or app on the PS5. <clears throat> so that's great if you have an older uh, jailbreakable PS5, but McDonald also discovered that the jailbreak helps enable a workaround for an unmodified PS5 running the latest uh, Sony firmware. 
he said on his stream, I just hope that uh, if I did the USB backup uh, to my jailbroken PS5, I thought that maybe included in that backup would be the list of games, blah, blah, blah. I was ready to turn it out. It does. It backs up the list. You can edit the list of games you're allowed to play, back it up on USB, and then you can restore it to a fully updated PS5. Uh, let's see. Aside from having multiple PS5 consoles, he also said this method requires access to a PSN account that previously accessed PT during the game's short availability window on PS4. Users also have to jump through some hoops to get it uh, onto the PS5. Um, so combined with the two needs, the need for two PS5s, uh, at least one of which is jailbreakable, he estimates that I must be one of the only people in that situation. And while Sony could patch future PS5 firmware to block this particular workaround, McDonald said his setup was such a weird edge case that he doubts they'll even bother. That said, McDonald added that they could definitely ban me for doing this, which would cut off his entire collection of PSN games and saves. Uh, so that would suck. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, it's now even more abundantly clear that PT's long-standing lack of PS5 compatibility is a licensing decision on the part of Konami and Sony, and not a technical issue. Uh, with Konami promising to reveal new updates on the future Silent Hill this week, which we just talked about and we saw the trailer, uh, yeah. now would be the perfect time for the publisher to offer an official PS5 compatible download of PT. Um, yeah, I mean that would be cool. I mean, even if they had to like remove Norman Reedus from it or something, and you know, like it would be cool to be like, okay, like. PT isn't happening, but at least you can fucking play this thing again, you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah, or even if they have it as, like, an extra on the new Silent Hill game, you know what I mean? Like, just be like, yeah. okay, yeah, you can play PT on this, like, that would be dope. Um, yeah, it would be cool. Yeah, so, but, yeah, I mean, the fact that this is, like, still news almost a decade later, you know what I mean? Like, it's still something that people are talking yeah. about, and it, it just shows you, like, how cool this was, and how cool of an idea it was, and how much it affected the gaming community, uh, in, in like, a really cool, collaborative fashion. Yeah, um, agreed. Yeah. So, uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, the other thing I wanted to talk about that I, uh, I think we kind of did not talk about before, um, was... Yeah, we didn't watch the trailer for the Silent Hills, or Silent Hill F, was it called, right? Yeah. So I wanted to take a look at that again because I, I only watched it briefly. It's a very short trailer. Um. Yeah, it's only two minutes long. So uh, this, um, I know you were talking about this. Uh, this was like something that was really rumored for a while. It had like some leaked screenshots. Um, a lot of people weren't sure if it was actually a real um, Silent Hill thing or if it was just like a fan-made thing that was just another hoax because, you know, it had been so long since anything Silent Hill. Um, but obviously, you know, the Silent Hill 2 remake is real. This is real. And I think there was even one other thing that was unveiled. I'll have to look in a minute. But uh, this, I guess, is going to be the next actual game unless it's like a considered a side story or something um yeah. this is made if i remember right this is this you said this is in-house by um konami right uh, no uh, i actually found out that uh there's another developer working on this that uh, did um resident evil resistance the online game Okay. Um, and I think they did some work on Resident Evil 3 Remake. I'm not 100% sure. Mm. Um, yeah, so yeah, I am curious to see how this game comes out. Um, but I like the Fatal Frame vibes that it has. Uh, you know, with it being, you know, um, 
<laughs> taking place in Japan. Yeah. And everything. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, I had played uh, Fatal Frame the first time, uh, probably about a month ago now, but it was definitely pretty interesting. Uh, at least yeah. the first one. I, I still had to play the second one, but um, yeah. That's gross. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, so from this trailer, um, what do you think this game is going to be about? Do you have any idea what you think this like, might be uh, about? Well, I do know that it was, I believe it was confirmed that this game was um, taking place in the 1960s. Okay. So uh, this game would, I, I don't know, I, I don't know if I, w I would say it's the, the start of um, everything else that happens with Silent Hill, if you want to say, like, this is like the origin story or anything. Um, because again, if it's in Japan, then it's not in Silent Hill, <laughs> mm, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Uh, so that's the other thing that's uh, interesting about it is that um, usually the side games would take place around Silent Hill, mm. uh, and this would be the first time they picked a location that's nowhere near the town. You know what uh -huh. I mean? Uh, so yeah, I am curious to see uh, how this this game will go going forward as far as like story-wise and all that but it, you know I'm, I'm interested in it definitely yeah um what do you think the f stands for do you have any idea about that no i don't to be honest oh, yeah. with you yeah all right so so far on wikipedia silent hill f is an upcoming survival horror video game developed by neo bars entertainment um i've never heard of them but you said what did they do the resident Evil resistance uh, yeah that's okay. from what I was reading, yeah. Yep. Okay, so yeah, it says Silent Hill will be the ninth mainline game in the Silent Hill franchise and the first mainline title in the franchise in over a decade. Unless pre unlike previous games in the series, it will not be set in the titular town, but instead in 1960s Japan. You're correct about that. Uh, in February 2021, it was reported that Konami was planning to revive Silent Hill with multiple third-party studio games developing new games. In October, 22, <clears throat> October 2022, Konami announced four new Silent Hill projects 10 years after the last mainline game, Downpour. Uh, Konami has revealed that Silent Hill F will be developed by Taiwanese video game studios Neo Bards Entertainment. Uh, the game will be directed by Al Yang, studio creative director of Neo Bards. It is written by Ryu Kishi 07. Creature and character design will be done by Japanese artist Kira and it will be produced by Motoi Okamoto, a former Nintendo producer. Okay. Uh, let's see. So I'm curious who this Ryukishi07 is. Have you heard of this guy or no? Um, or girl, the, I don't know you who know, they are. Unfortunately, no, I haven't, but um, I guess um, they've created some well-known, I guess, novels okay. um, that I've never read or anything yet, but uh, I'm definitely... You know, now that I know of the name, I would like to see, you know, or read their work, you know? Mm. Yeah. Yep. All right. So here on Wikipedia, it says Ryukishi07, uh, <clears throat> born in 1973, real name unknown. So I guess it's just a pen name or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. The pen name of a Japanese writer who is the leading member for the group 07th Expansion. Okay. He is the creator of When They Cry visual novel series, including Higurashi When They Cry. Umaniko when they cry and Sikonia when they cry. His pen name originated from Final Fantasy, Ryukishi being the term for dragoon and 07 to play on words for Lena. <clears throat> okay. 
Um, okay, so it's basically visual novels, not actual books. Okay. Uh, let's see. Okay, so this thing he belongs to, 07th, I guess I'll just, I'll just say 7th expansion, is uh, a Japanese doujin circle specialized in the mm. creation of visual novels and sound. They started out drawing for the trading card game Leaf Fight, but are known for creating the game game series When They Cry. The remake games on additional consoles produced by Alchemist. Okay, so what what console is this on? Uh, Japanese media franchise visual novel games. So what did this release for? PlayStation 2, Nintendo DS, iOS, Android, PS3, PlayStation Vita, Nintendo Switch, okay. PlayStation 4. This must be only in Japan. I've never heard of this series. Yeah, I'm looking. Uh, let me see here. Publisher. Um, usually when you move down, you can see if there's a... The the release the regions where uh, you know the product was released in. The, okay, the yeah, it says yeah. Uh, release Japan two thousand two to twenty fourteen and worldwide two thousand nine to twenty ten. So maybe only okay. like one game was released worldwide. Um. Okay, so I guess this is like the real life region where this stuff takes place. Um. Okay. Um. Focuses on a group of young friends living in the fictional village of Hinamizawa and the strange events that occur there in 1983. Uh, okay, so, all right, I guess there was also a manga series <clears throat> published okay. by Square Enix and Katakawa Shoten. Uh, a six episode live action television series adaptation premiered in Japan on May 20th, 2016, and a four episode sequel premiered on November 25th, 2016. A new anime television series by Passion aired from October 2020 to March 2021. Okay. All right, so I'll also look into that. That sounds kind of interesting. Um, I mean, it definitely sounds like something different for sure to have like a yeah. Japanese manga dude be doing a story for Silent Hill. Yeah, so do you have any other thoughts on this game? What are you What are you hoping I for hope, from I it? I hope it's good. I hope it's yeah, good. It good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, as far as like, would you do you want this to be similar to previous games? Do you want it to be way different? Like, what are you hoping for from it? Uh, actually, I have no problem with it at all being different at this point. I mean, mm. the franchise is kind of in a weird situation right now where, mm. uh. You know, none of the newer games that weren't created under, you know, Team Silent, if you want to say that, uh, even though, you know, some will say Team Silent never existed. Uh, but I guess you, you, what you really could say are the, the original uh, developers who, you know, even if the directors were changing, there was a, there was a, a good amount of people at Konami at the time that knew the franchise well and knew what they were doing with it. Mm. Um, and now uh, the series is, you know, it's had a lot of games that were lukewarm, to say the least. You know what I yeah. mean? They were either okay or just not that great. Mm. Um, but this looks like something that um, could be promising. You know what I mean? If the yeah, writing's sure. good and all that, you know? Yeah. Definitely. Yep. Yeah, so, I mean, 
I'm just getting into the series now, but uh, it definitely looks like a, quite a departure from everything else I've seen from the series. So it's like, oh, yeah, I'm, all, no doubt. I'm all for that. Yeah, it's like, I mean, for whatever franchise, I mean, for me, Metal Gear is one of my favorite franchises. I would be totally down if there was like, you know, some Japanese manga or anime person was like, I'm going to do a Metal Gear game. I'd be like, hell yeah, that sounds like interesting, you know? So, yeah, uh, no doubt. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the last thing you want is just something that's boring and the same, so it's like, I'm always exactly. all for something different. It's like, it might be total garbage, it might be amazing, but it's like, uh, it very rarely yeah. is, yeah, it's, but very rarely is it going to be amazing if it's the same shit you've seen for 20 years, you know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah, I still want to benefit yeah. uh, to the Konami um, Silent Hill Showcase was that um, mm. there's multiple games announced. It wasn't just one. Mm-hmm. So it's like, uh, there's a lot of chances here, you know what I mean, to um, hit, you know, strike gold with one of them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and, and the other one is uh, Silent Hill Townfall, which um, may be a first-person game. So Yeah, we got to look that up real quick. Yeah. Uh, all right, so my, my question real quick on this, since you're saying this takes place in the 60s, you said? Uh, yes. Yeah. So... The weird thing is, like, I remember, like, the leaked stuff for this game. Wasn't it, like, having, like, text messages and, like, oh, bullying well, and that, stuff? That's the thing. Um, I don't think this is that Project Sakura. Um, okay. That, that may be a, no, a totally uh, different game, to be honest with you. Uh, yeah, because that looked more modern. Mm. Um, and even mm. with, the, you know, if the female model that was leaked, mm. if, if that's going to be the protagonist of that game... Um, you know, yeah, everything about it looked more modern uh, than what this is. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, I'm not sure. Like, that to me did look like, with, with those leaked images, it looks like a, not, I don't know if I would say a finished game, but they have something there. Uh, I, who knows what, what this game is, but um, maybe it is another, you know, Silent Hill game that just, you know, we may never be able to... Ch- see you know mm. since they already have all these other projects announced mm. but um i was definitely interested in like what i was seeing you know mm. yeah. yeah and it's definitely it was interesting to think about like how many things we haven't seen because of course like from time to time things leaks things leak out like whether it's canceled projects like you know how, remember how cool it was when like we were able to pop into your dreamcast the fucking castlevania resurrection that was like gone like literally just like it, yeah it was just like nobody had seen it for 20 something years and it was just like mm-hmm. oh yeah now you can play it on your fucking dreamcast like that was so cool yeah uh, like things like that are always awesome uh and of course there's been a few more of those where it's like something got leaked about this like long canceled game uh mm-hmm. but it's it's very rare it's like you know for all i know there could have been like fucking four concepts of metal gear games that were like halfway done and never we never saw anything from them you know exactly what I mean? so, so it was just interesting to think about like all you know since there are so many ndas and everything you know down the road like 20 years from now you'll probably see like oh they found this shit in like an attic somebody's attic and uh here's like a, a cd with a playable version of this metal gear yeah. game or whatever you know no um so okay so i had not seen anything from this really this soccer thing um the leaker was dust golem apparently uh someone sniped and posted the text is in japanese uh dust also says there's an sms messaging system in the game maybe this is related to silent hill the short message rated in korea since uh sakura seems to be the code name okay so let's see reset era <clears throat> um all right so i guess these are the leak screens that you're talking about 
Well, this is a new image. I never seen this one. Okay. That that's a brand new image. I've never seen that one yet. Yeah. Okay. All right. So um, so all right. So yeah, this looks like it's all SMS. Uh, yeah, some kind of like a uh, messaging system on a cell phone or whatever. Yeah. Uh, just a very dirty looking hallway. All right. So sound Hill game Sakura. <clears throat> It's been a decade since we had New Silent Hill, and that time has been a lot of talk. Okay, um, have you seen this before? Yeah, yeah, okay. so I have seen uh, those images. Yep. Okay, the, are these leaked screens from the Silent Hill Two remake? I guess. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, this whole thing with the post-it notes, like, you know, this with the Sakura, you know the character covered in the Sakura leaves or whatever they're called it's like that looks similar to like what you saw in the trailer for Silent Hill F like that whole obviously the yeah. character turned into those Sakura leaves and everything but yeah. yeah so maybe I mean who knows maybe it starts in the 60s and then like it kind of maybe it has like back and forth between now and then or something like that it could be that's true yeah okay so Silent Hill F reportedly isn't Project Sakura even though they are related okay Silent Hill F is not Sakura slash short message. They're related, obviously, but they've got the same motif going on and do share a connection. Ito also is not working on Silent Hill F, but he did work on Sakura. Just keep that in mind. They're connected, but they're not the same. How the two projects are related isn't really clear, but it's possible that Project Sakura could be some kind of PTS demo for Silent Hill F that'll be released further down the line. Okay. Uh, Konami did confirm that we didn't see everything that's in development for Silent Hill during the presentation, so we'll just have to wait and see. Do you have any other thoughts on all this Silent Hill stuff? Um, other than I'm just happy to see that they're doing something again with mm -hmm. the IP. Again, it's uh, it's awesome to see that uh, there's some new new projects on the way. You know, yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, Leah, the last thing, real quick, is I just saw them mention again this Townfall. So, did they release anything for this? Have you seen any screenshots, or is uh, this just like there's there's just a trailer that I know of. That's it. Okay. All right, so this is only a minute long. You're to be punished. Is the uh, Game Boy? <laughs> yeah. That's good. I like it. You know what? I think you're right. I think we've done something so awful. That we are stuck here in this place, being judged by these people. But for you, I think it's more than that. you're here for some other reason and I don't want to be anywhere near you when you figure that out okay so yeah it's definitely the definition of a teaser there's really nothing uh, that you can yeah. from that aside from just like okay it's a new Silent Hill game yeah, so this doesn't even say what it's going to be or what system it's going to be for or anything like that. Yeah. And I believe there's, like, some Easter eggs there in, uh, like, the video footage. Um, okay. That gets playing in, in the trailer. Yeah. What do you think the Easter eggs are? Uh, that I'm not sure. I know there's people that are, like, right now um, deciphering all that stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, so the next thing... I want to talk about is this uh, thing with Gotham Knights, where basically it's uh, pretty ridiculous how <clears throat> apparently on consoles this is going to be limited to 30 frames per second. 
which seems insane uh, since uh, it doesn't. Uh, from what I've seen in the footage, it doesn't even look as good as Arkham Knight overall. Like uh, the graphically, like it's, it seems like a very empty game. There's not a whole lot going on. Uh, so this seems very strange. Like a very much like they just seem to be being lazy with not wanting to optimize it. Uh, and apparently, yeah, a senior developer behind Gotham Knights says that the Xbox Series S version of the game is the reason that it's locked at 30 frames per second. Uh, you know, so we're definitely getting to that point where you know. It's kind of always like this in, in the generation crossover where, you know, uh, there's people that are like, oh, I don't have the new console yet. Like, I want everything to be released on PS4, you know what I mean? Or, or, and all that yeah. stuff. So it's like, but um, eventually it's getting to the point where it's like, okay, now all the new games are actually starting to get held back uh, by the old console. Yeah. So it's time to, like, finally just uh, switch over to the, the new stuff. Um, yeah. So, and now deleted tweets uh, shared on Twitter. Lee Donovald, a senior uh, character artist at WB Games Montreal, called the Xbox Series S a potato and said it was <laughs> holding back the entire generation of games. <laughs> Devin Old, uh, wrote the developers are facing difficulties in fully utilizing the uh, powerful new hardware of the Xbox Series X because Microsoft continues to push uh, to release uh, the weaker Series S console. He added that because uh, multi-platform games have to optimize for the lowest platform or performers, uh, fans would continue to see lower frame rates and less intensive graphics if developers had to include consoles like the Series S in their release plans. Since publishing the tweets, Devin Old's Twitter account seems to have been deleted. So, okay. I, just, I guess Microsoft <laughs> just murdered him for saying that. Uh, <laughs> they were very offended that he yeah. called the Series S a potato. Yeah, the Series potato. It's fucking amazing. Uh, wow. Now they got. Now they have to release a limited edition. Yeah, I mean, that's your potato. Potato. It's fucking amazing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like we've talked about before, like the Series S is just—it was just a bad idea from the beginning. Like it's like this is not like it, it was like one tiny like point where it's like okay, it's like it can handle some of these new gen games, and now it's just like yeah, if it's starting to hold everything back, it's like fuck this potato console. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah, and even before all this, it's like, I remember when we, me and you watched the first trailer for this, and we were like, dude, this is going to be cool. We need to pick this up. Yeah. Because uh, it's co op. Like, yeah, it's going to be exactly. a good co op game. Um, ever since then, like, everything is released since then. It just seems like, I remember, like, seeing the trailer where they were showing some of the dialogue. It was just, like, super cringe dialogue. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, then, you know, people were, yeah, complaining <laughs> about some of the redesigns of the characters, and, like, uh, what are you laughing about? I know there's uh well when I was watching David Jaffe's uh YouTube channel Mm. and he's talking about how bad the dialogue uh is for Gotham Knights. Yeah. There's a part where the guy's yelling, he's like smashy, smashy, smash, smash. And I was just like this is terrible. Yeah, Yeah, this is like really bad dialogue. Yeah, it was just (laughs) Yeah, it's garbage, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, so it just doesn't look very good. Uh, no. So everything I've seen since then has looked negative on this game. Yeah. I mean, I still will probably pick it up when it's like 20 bucks just so me and you can play it like together because there's like so oh, many yeah. fucking yeah, co-op no games. Doubt. Yeah, and, like, and honestly, like, yeah, if it plays at least somewhat like Arkham Knight and it's co-op, it's, it should still be kind of fun. Yeah, uh, the co-op will be fun, <laughs> very fun for the game, most likely. You know, yeah. As long as the gameplay is good. I mean, because if the gameplay isn't great, then yeah, the co-op won't be fun. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, 
Yeah, I, I just hope that, yeah, since this guy's saying that S is a potato, that, like, they'll fucking release a <laughs> patch where it actually, you know, makes the game properly unlocked for the next uh, gen where it actually can be. Yeah. yeah cause I, I, I'll just uh, show some of it. This is a video from Digital Foundry. Shout out to them because they were also channel to me and Tony oh, yeah. all the time. Absolutely. Uh, so here we have Fake John. I can't remember this guy's name. Uh, the guy sounds exactly like John, but he's not John. Uh, talking about Gotham Knights. A few months ago, you know they're doing their in-depth testing that they always do. But in a moment here, yeah, all right. Like so, here they're comparing Arkham uh, Knight, which is a seven-year-old game now, to this game. Uh, and you can see in a lot of aspects, it is, uh, yeah, like definitely does not hold up. Like here you can see Arkham Knight. Uh, versus Gotham Knights and like just see, look at how much more like dead this this looks like there's no none of this cool rain effect There's nobody in the streets Very empty looking like it, yeah. just, it just looks like this was kind of like like built and play tested in like five minutes There's nothing going on uh, Overall just like there's nothing about this. that looks like it's seven years later technology wise Yeah um, and yeah, I will take into account that yes, this is going to be a co-op game. They kind of probably have to lower things a little bit to account for that. And but obviously, like they're saying, it seems like it's more the fact that the Xbox is a potato. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you'll see here in a second where um, he's comparing things like the water and uh, yeah, I think here this is where he's showing like they're going to speed up the footage where he's uh, riding a motorcycle. And he's just talking about how empty the whole world is. So, yeah, like, overall, like, it doesn't look bad. Uh, like, like no. he was saying in the no. video, like, the interiors can look good. Um, you know, there's, like, a lot of geometric detail. You know, this this looks pretty cool here. Um, yeah. So it seems like the indoor parts look pretty good. Uh, but it seems like when it gets to the outside open world, like, yeah, this definitely looks pretty good here. Um then, but outside, that's where everything collapses because they have to render this giant world on a potato and it has to be playable <laughs> with four characters at a time. So, yeah, like, uh, okay, that's that's pretty, that looks like a pretty bad character model. It looks like a really fat <laughs> rock. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, in general, it doesn't look terrible. Uh, but yeah, here you'll see, I think this is where he was talking about speeding it up, and you can see. Uh, that like he's driving from just miles and there's like nothing going on uh in this game yeah you're showing off how low detail it is uh compared to arkham knight let's see here yeah arkham knight uh gotham and arkham knight just looks alive you know yeah it looks amazing yeah yeah uh yeah they just added so much cool stuff to it and like yeah it's just such a fun game and the graphic looks amazing okay so here's what i was talking yeah. about where it's being sped up and like he's just like He's driving for a long, long time, and you just see like nothing going on. There's no enemies, a couple of random cars. Yeah, this is Arkham Knight again. You can see how many yeah. characters are all over the place. Yeah, and here it compares the water. This is the water in Arkham Knight. It looks fucking amazing. Oh yeah, uh, it does look really good. Yeah, probably some of the best water I've seen in games, honestly. Um, yeah. The way that that crest and stuff looks so cool. So yeah, here it is in Gotham Knights. Definitely looks worse. It's like the water isn't everything, but it's just one more thing that looks better in Arkham Knight, you know what I mean? So it's yeah. like, yeah, everything just appears to be kind of downgraded. But it's, it's still kind of crazy to me because, like, it doesn't really, the game does not look really, to me, any better than Arkham Knight. And Arkham Knight must have ran on, like, what, like an Xbox One, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah you're so right. So it's like, yeah, if they got Arkham Knight to run on an Xbox One, like, I'm kind of amazed that this game can't run on an Xbox Series S. Yeah. 
So, yeah, maybe it's a potato. Maybe he's a potato. Maybe he just can't program correctly. <laughs> or he's just like, too lazy. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's interesting to say at least. But, yeah, like, these rain effects and shit look so fucking cool. Uh, oh, yeah. The whole thing yeah, is looking amazing. Looks still. Amazing. Yep. Yeah, this is like, just watching this makes me want to just play this game again. I agree. Yeah, so that's kind of a shame. Like I said, I'll definitely pick it up, like, way down the road when it's like $20. But definitely, yeah. I don't know what this game costs. If it's a $70 game, nobody's going to buy it for $70. We'll yeah. see what happens. Okay, so uh, next, I just wanted to talk about uh, the upcoming game releases. Okay, so we're in October. We've already got all the stuff that came out in October, like Overwatch 2, uh, Dragon yeah. Ball Breakers, The Plague Tale Requiem. I didn't know that's out already. Uh, Ghostbuster Spirit Unleashed. Um, okay, Persona 5 Royal. All right, so yeah, then we've got Bayonetta 3, which we talked about earlier. That's coming out on yeah. October 28th. Uh, I still haven't seen a trailer for that in a minute. I'm going to uh, actually put the trailer out for that on because I haven't seen it yet. Um, yeah. We got Resident Evil Village Cloud for the Switch, uh, the Winter's expansion for Resident Evil Village, Broken Pieces. Uh, November coming up, we got Shattered Remastered Deluxe, Marvel's Iron Man VR, Harvestella, It Takes Two for Switch. I actually own that on PS5. Uh, I gotta play that with uh, Triggy. Uh, Terracotta, Sifu on Switch, uh, Sonic Frontiers. Um, so yeah, what are your thoughts on Sonic Frontiers so far? I know you were kind of like saying that you you're, you're thinking it might be a little bit better than you thought it was. You're, yeah, it uh, looks it looks like it it may be a cool <laughs> game. I mean, um, I like that they're always trying something different with Sonic. Mm. Um, I'll give them that. But um, yeah, my first impression was uh, I think like everyone else's, and that's only because of what I was seeing. Really, was that the world looked very empty at the mm at the time when I saw some of the first trailers, but then um, they started showing some trailers with uh, some actual like stages. And um, mm-hmm. that's when I was like, okay, uh, I, you know, this, this looks like it can actually be a fun game now. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. I've not, I think I've only seen screenshots of this game. I have not seen any gameplay of it yet. So yeah, I think like a lot of people's complaints were just that it was looking very um, much like uh, just an Unreal Engine four like fan made thing where they just like I right, just threw Sonic into like this realistic looking world. Um, yeah, they didn't really match his aesthetic and all this stuff. So it's like I think yeah. more than anything, it just looked kind of bland. Like Sonic is known for having like these really like vibrant, like alive, cartoonish looking worlds. Uh, this just looks totally different. But um, yeah. Yeah, you know, as long as it ends up being fun in the end, that's all that matters. But I guess we'll see in the end. Yeah. Like you said, it just looks like, it, yeah, it's very empty to me. It almost has this, like, kind of Death Stranding look to it. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, uh, who knows how the actual final game will be. Back to the upcoming games list. Um, God of War Ragnarok, which looks awesome. So, all right, Among Us VR, Tactics Ogre Reborn, Valkyrie Elysium, Goat Simulator 3, uh, Penitent. The Dark Pictures Anthology, The Devil and Me. I think that's going to be the last uh, one, at least for now, in that series. I recently just played um, the... I, I beat Man Badan before, and then the second one, which, unfortunately, I can't remember the name of right now, but I just played through that, and that was actually pretty cool. That okay. one took place in, like, uh, yeah, it kind of went back and forth between, like, the Salem Witch Trials uh, era. Uh, unfortunately, the name is escaping me right now, but it is actually cool. Um, yeah. 
Okay, so we got Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, um, Evil West, World of Warcraft, Dragonflight, Warhammer 40k, Darktide. Uh, we got Walking Dead, Saints and Sinners, Need for Speed Unbound. That's the one that's got that anime look to it, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, so I'm interested to see what that looks like. Uh, Callisto Protocol, I know that you're looking forward to that one, right? Yeah, yeah, no doubt. That should be cool. Yeah, yeah. So that's the one that looks like uh, kind of like... Is that made by the guys who made Dead Space? Uh, yeah, the uh, the director of the first one um, is directing uh, this game. Okay. Yeah. So, All right, it should be cool. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Marvel's Midnight Suns. I'm interested to see how that is. Crisis Core Final Fantasy VII Reunion is coming out on December 13th. Um, is there any other things uh, that you know about coming out recently that you wanted to talk about? Um... Yeah, I think after that we can wrap it up. Um, mm. I was going to say, uh, yeah, the Signalis indie game looks really cool. It's uh, the indie horror game. Uh, okay. That one that one comes out this week, actually. Uh, releases on the 27th, and I believe it's releasing on everything. Uh, PS4, Xbox One, Switch, PC. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yep. All right, yeah, so... Uh... If you want, we can wrap it up. I know it's getting kind of late, but uh, it was definitely fun doing the first podcast in oh, absolutely. a long, long time. Oh, so, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah no doubt. Definitely really fun to be doing this shit again. And uh, yeah, I'm definitely excited to do the next one soon. So, oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll, we will see all you guys soon. And uh, thanks for yeah, tuning in. Yeah, definitely. Hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> yep. Later on, guys. Yep.